Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hold up. Hey, can we just smoke up I'm so Shout out to everyone who's up in the chat already. We got Lincoln, Derek in, up in the chat. So got to work me at 11, so going to miss this show. But I'll be on for the 4 Eastern show. All good, homie. So make sure you check out the replay because we're going to have uh, – it's going to be chopped up into a couple clips for people watching on replay as well. And, uh, and Stale Pork Chop said, you damn right. Oh, yeah, in the house. And there we go. St. Louis fans said, putting you on while working. Let's go. Let's do it. Because we got some waiver wire action to talk about. Bogey will be in here very quickly. And uh, what up, Tim? I'm going to answer your question first. I saw it on Patreon, so I'll do that before we even get into anything. And Darius said, uh, I've been the favorite every game, and I'm one and four. That just sounds like bad luck, bro. We got to prevail past the bad luck because it happens. It happens. All right, and Tim's question. I have Lamb, Waddle, Cooper, Pittman. Do I drop Pittman? If so, who do I target on waivers? I'm not going to drop Pittman, even though it's been pretty bad. It's a bad matchup last week versus Denver and Patrick Sertan. But, uh, I mean, the waivers, Myers, Duvernay, Dotson, uh, Corey Davis, Boyd, Pierce, Pickens, only played two plus a flex, thanks. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop Pittman for any one of those guys right now. It was a horrible matchup. I'm not cutting this on it. But uh Pittman, what do you think? Is he a good get him for the low candidate? Because I know people are panicking on him like crazy after this game. What do you think, Bogey? Oh my bad. I didn't even see that you, you had put me on. Um nah, I'm not dropping the pit, man. Gotta hold on to him. He's one of the he's one of the superheroes. Anybody that has the man in their name, we give him a chance. Pitman, Bateman. <laughs> pretty much it. Yo, Park Wayne Gallman. 
I like it. Stale pork chops said ordering groceries on one scene on one screen with the hustler on the other screen. Let's fucking go. Let's go. I like go. Man, my bad. I was late. Man, the little one decides to wait. It's always a struggle trying to get the older ones to like get ready in the morning quiet. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, because that's impossible. They already don't want to get ready, so <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to go to school. So I gotta go to school. About to mess everybody up in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, bro. I mean, I, the the irony is, I steady be trying to school them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, the kids. Zoo Crew said, "Man, got the Monday Night Miracle at 2:29. He had 3:08. I had Car Jacobs and Kelsey. He had Walker. I won 3:40." <laughs> To 308. Let's go. That's a huge comeback on Monday night. I had Josh Jacobs and Kelsey in a handful of leagues, and uh, I got a lot of Monday night miracles. It was dope. Man, I had like one of the best weeks this year so far in all my leagues. I only lost three leagues, but of course, two out of the three, I'm reigning champion, and that just makes me really perturbed. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Well, let's see here. You know, why don't we just jump into the running backs first with these waivers? We get the time stamp here. Okay. I, I want to throw one in there real quick because I don't know what kind of order you got this man in. But No, it's not. We're just we're, we're just freestyling this. I'm, I'm throwing Joshua Kelly in this mix. I know there's going to be a lot of, you know, you know, uh, you know, possible Jarek McKinnon grab or ads or, um, you know, uh, obviously if Ken Walker's out there, but, you know, we're not talking to most of y'all because y'all should know if Ken Walker's out there, he's priority. You know what I mean? Well, we got to talk about that. He's only 46% rostered. So over the last couple of weeks, he's been crazy. Is that well, Yahoo? Yahoo's the only one that we could go off of redraft numbers because it's not really, you know, if, if we're doing dynasty on sleeper, I mean, well, we probably we, rostered we, the shit. Oh there. yeah. We can't just check redraft on sleeper. No, that's the thing that that's one yeah. of the downfalls of sleeper is we, of course he's a, he's picked up in every dynasty already. So that just skews the numbers there. But just for, just for um, sake of this argument, let's go see what he is rostered on sleeper. Yeah, see, sleeper's so fucked up. It says zero percent rostered. That's, like, that's, that, that's the issue with sleeper is the percentages don't really uh, don't really mesh well. That makes no bloody sense. Bloody. No sense at all. So we'll go off of Yahoo's numbers and uh, in your redraft leagues, probably rostered somewhere between forty and fifty percent of leagues because forty six percent on Yahoo. He's been dropped like crazy in that group. Uh, the, the group with 85,000 members, someone made a post and it was like RIP to every manager that dropped Walker over the last two weeks. There was a shit ton of people who were like, yeah, I fucked up. I dropped him, dropped him a week early. And now all these people are going to be trying to get him back on waivers. I mean, you know, I, I guess you can't blame certain people for their actions, right? Like because shallow they're, they're what it is. What is what is it called? The reactionary, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. But like, you know, if you really pay attention, Rashad Penny hadn't been shit. All he was was the starter. He yeah. had one good game against the G the Detroit Lions, but everybody does, you know what I mean? But to these casuals who don't watch the game and they're just checking stats, they check Penny's stat line at the end of the game. They check Walker's stat line at the end of the game. And until this game, you know, no one gave anybody a reason to even want to look at Walker. It was really just if you played in a league where you knew that you would, would want to hold them, 
you held them. If you play in a shallow league, you probably didn't hold them. Yeah, and you know what's the worst is like just shallow benches. Like you could be in a deep league or a shallow league. You got that shallow bench. A lot of motherfuckers were cutting guys like him. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not playing any leagues with shallow benches anymore. If if you're if your league only has five bench spots and you got, you know, seven, eight, nine starters, I'm not even messing with it. If you play in an IDP league and you only have five starters like this one league that or five benches like this one league ran and we have like 20 something starters. That's just just stupid because uh you really Yeah, I know what you're talking I know what league you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb because like why am I going to drop someone because of a bye week or because like you know, there's only one IR spot in this fucking league too. Like so I'm, I'm, I'm in a league leagues like that. I'm in a league there's uh there's 15 starters and we have five bench spots. It just doesn't, it's like, it's stupid. Like you literally like, and you have, you have IDPs. So it's like, you can only hold your starters basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I get it, but uh, it's just cause people are just pussy dog. They all oh, that's going to be, they make all excuses. It's going to be too many rounds in the draft. Or, 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 you know, there's going to be you no never waivers. get anyone off waivers if you have more than five. And it's five. like, don't make that a means you suck at waivers. Yeah, or like, I mean, I don't know. That people find reasons. Here's another thing, too, is like most people that are in those leagues, they might have only made an adjustment to like make a PPR or add IDP. Like, they don't want to change nothing. Yeah. Because most people in the home leagues, like, okay, only one person wins your home league every year, right? And those other eleven motherfuckers, if they ha- if it's a bunch of fools that's never won it, they don't ever want things to change. But what did you think? If you ain't never won it, let's get some change going. <clears throat> See, that's the that's the issue. That that's the issue that's so weird. It's like these people will never win. It's like, oh, if you change it, then I'm gonna even have more. I'm even gonna have less of a chance to win than before. And that shit makes no sense. In my home league, in my in the home league, I'm reigning champion right now. It's the second time I've won this thing. I won it four years ago. This is year number nine, right? So, so far, I've won it one out of every four. But here's the thing. Every uh, every time I win it, that's when I, I implicate another change. And everybody is not tripping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're like, oh, yeah, he won it that way. Let's change it. Now, the, oh, now you don't want to change it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little funny, bro. People are just so afraid of, like, shit that hadn't happened. It reminds me of, like, all the rappers I grew up with. Like if somebody's like getting some shine, every like motherfuckers just start. Oh, oh, he think he big. He think he blowing up now. Isn't that like? Oh, you, you know he's representing our city. <laughs> I'm rooting for him. Like I don't understand why people ain't rooting for somebody because I'll it ain't tell them. you why. Because they're haters. We got way we got, too many haters. haters. It's worse than the haters. It's like hate, like <laughs> like bitch ass haters. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you know it, it is what it is. And like no matter what, if you're doing good in your leagues, you're gonna have people hating on you. And you're not going to be able to make trades. It's going to be hard to get those waiver wires done. You know, all this kind of shit. But we just got to prevail through it week after week. And Tim C said, I'm glad Bogey moved that frog. I felt like it was eyeing me. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's funny because I have all kind of, bro, I constantly got to walk around picking up toys, bro. It's like landmines everywhere, bro. Because of this one, bro, she just everywhere. Throwing shit everywhere. She got into the DVD shelf the other day. She takes them all oh. down. We don't even watch DVDs, but it's like, goddamn it! Now I'm slipping on DVD on a car. You know, DVD on a carpet is very detrimental. That was one thing that Noble always wanted to do because I got fat DVD racks. You know, in the take them all out. Always wanted to come down with them. 
Yeah, so we had to get, I mean, you know, when you have the little gates or whatever, little plastic gates, it wasn't even to keep him in. It was just to keep him away from the DVDs at one point. <laughs> Don't mess with these. Don't tear down all of them. <laughs> That's funny. A fantasy fornicator said, Walker season like a motherfucker. And, uh, yeah, what up? What up, Smokey? Yeah, you look now. I mean, going up against the Cardinals, you know, this week, I mean, Cardinals aren't necessarily, you know, the worst at, um, uh, I mean, they're they're kind of, they're in like top twelve as far as like uh, not giving up points to the running backs, but either volumes, way, volumes, volume. Yep, and he's. And, uh, they, I mean, they signed on. You know, Seattle's doing their due diligence. They brought in somebody. They brought in Tony Jones, the legend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, son of Tom Jones, yeah. from such hits as "It's Not Unusual." It's not unusual. You know what I mean? love, That's his dad, bro. It's his pappy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but outside of that, there's nobody that poses a threat. You have Travis Homer on the IR. DJ Dallas will probably get sprinkled in there on some third downs. Yeah. Uh, I looked it up. Kenneth Walker after after Rashad Penny left the game, he played four third downs. I mean, he played um uh three. He was out there for three third down snaps. That's pretty good, man. Considering he was only in there for like a half. You know what I mean? Now, how about for the sneakiest pickup of the week, Mr. Eno Benjamin? Who's he going up against? I know he's you going up against out. Seattle. Oh, yeah. What does Seattle do? And they give up the up booty all, to the running all back. The anal. <laughs> they give up the booty to the running back. So we got to monitor James Conner's situation, rib injury over there. We got to monitor Darrell Williams' situation, knee injury. Over there, but Eno Benjamin, I I mean, he's only rostered in 12% of leagues. This is the sneakiest play. This is the sneakiest pickup with the best matchup out of everybody this week. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, it's, that's why it sucks that waivers, most waivers run on a Tuesday Well, you put your claims in Tuesday, run Wednesday mornings. Yeah. Because uh, we just won't know about the, you know, if Carter, Connor just added to his list of injuries. He had the knee, the ankle. Now he got the rib. You know, Daryl, uh, double barrel Daryl. He he re-injured his knee. He's been nursing this knee. He's proud of this. And uh, for what it's worth, no one knows this guy, Jonathan Ward, but he was actually he was actually being favored more than Eno Benjamin in a lot of those instances. But he got hurt too. So it's just it's just Eno. Fun fact. He's the only guy in the world named Eno. Yeah. They couldn't go with Gino. They couldn't go with Zeno. They're like, you know what? Eno. I know. It was probably like a combination of two names somehow, but like missing. I mean, it, I mean, it was like, was it kind of like Taysom Hill? He was like, let's name him Jason, but with a T and an M instead. <laughs> We're just going to switch it up just enough. And um, hey, some maybe that's what he told his mom. And you know why Eno Benjamin has <laughs> you know why Eno Benjamin has the best matchup. His, in Jason was supposed to be swallowed. <laughs> his mother was supposed to swallow him. And he's like, you know what? Well, since I shot the club up, we're gonna name him Taysom. <laughs> you know why Eno Benjamin has the best matchup in week six? It's because the Detroit Lions have a bye week and they're the other team that you need to stream your running back again. So they're not playing this week. And let's see, the other teams giving up just the booty to the running backs. 
Uh, this is now with all five weeks included. Chargers, number 32 in giving up points. So giving up the most points in the NFL to running backs after yesterday's game. Look at the Chargers, bro. If you're going to do something, do it the best. Denver. That's who they got this week. So your Mike Boons of the world, you know, your Melvin Gordon. Uh, let's play him. Or your Latavius. Or your Latavius. Now he's going to be active for this game. This is going to be really annoying. I don't want nothing to do with it. You got to hope for the touchdown now. If they're going to do like a three-phase running back or like a three-phase, three-headed backfield, it's like, oh, Gordon between the 20s or or and then Latavius within it and then, and then fucking, what's his name, uh, Mike Boone and hurry up. Like, it's just going to be ugly. But the matchup says it. Deeper league play for sure. Houston's giving up the second most points to the running back there on by. Cleveland is giving up the third most points to the running back. They're going up against New England. Stevenson, fire him up. If somehow he's available in your league because you play in a shallow league, you better go pick him up and you better start him this week. Detroit's giving up the fourth most points to the running back there also on by this week. And Seattle. It's crazy because they dropped down to number five in giving up points after the Browns and the Chargers kind of destroyed each other on the ground. And Seattle rounding out the top five and uh, all great matchups this week for those three, uh, those three teams, Denver, New England, and Arizona. Gotta love it. Shout out to my man, Ramador Stevenson. And let's see if there's anyone else worth mentioning. Uh, with J.D. McKissick, he's kind of one of those guys that just goes in and out of uh, of being rostered and not rostered. Five receptions, seven targets, 37 yards. So if you're hurting right there, he's still going to get the pass work, even with Brian Robinson kind of mixed in. I don't know, man. See, this is this is what's funny is like, Nobody can argue. Nobody can say anything about JD McKissick if they're talking this Curtis Samuel shit, and vice versa. Someone talk, come around talking that Curtis Samuel shit. Well, 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 JD, that they're they're the ones hurting each other. It's one or the other that's getting those five. What did Curtis Samuel do this week? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, because like, and then also it's a game script thing. I, I think Robinson. I think Robinson's actually eight, like a he's a eight targets. Eight targets, six receptions, 62 yards. So he's still got his eight targets, right? But if you look at JD's JD's targets, they, yeah, all came on, they all came on third downs, and they all came in in the red zone. So, you know, we need those money touches, you know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I guess I guess JD's an okay pickup. I, I'll be happy if somebody's starting him against me this week. This is deeper league plays, and if you're really hurting, I mean, both guys, uh, JD and Curtis Samuel, they barely scratched 10 points, you know, a piece. That's not horrible. I mean, that's better than some of these people who might have goosed you. So yeah. these, these, are, these are deeper league plays. You're really hurting. Maybe you got a, um, a few of the four-by teams, you know, on your squads. Like, that's what we're talking about. We're going as far down as JD McKissick or Mike Boone, who's the next yeah. guy I mentioned. I got another one, too, Deion Jackson. You know what I mean? Because, you know, a high ankle is a high ankle. I, I, there's a good chance Taylor don't play. Or if he does, he's still limited. He might be limited. I th- you know, Deion Jackson, he just looked better than Hines. Hines got the dizzies, and that wasn't going to be his role anyway. You know what I mean? I don't I don't ever expect Hines to get too much early down work. So, yeah, I mean, De- Deion Jackson, that low-key one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see. Especially if you're the JT guy. Brian Robinson can't even put him on this list anymore because he's finally over 60% rostered now that he got back and played. Didn't do anything but going up against Chicago on Thursday night. The one thing that I don't like is just that it's a short week for the rookie and he's only played one game up until now. So 
I, I don't know well, if see, I'm really that, that's be... where I make the argument for him. Is that wow. he's, he's the freshest one. You know what I mean? Antonio Gibson, soon as Brian Robinson touched down, Antonio Gibson goes from 65% of the snaps out of the backfield to 24. You know what I mean? That's massive. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. that continues, bro. That continues. You know what I mean? That hey, a couple days away, maybe, maybe you're right. The short week, maybe it hurts my my uh my philosophy here, but brother, he, they don't like Antonio. You know what I mean? I mean, they they may not. I'm just talking about just bad in general, not being able to study for a whole week on this team. You've only played one game in the NFL where you he, got he like been, he's been practicing with the team for the last two weeks. So practicing, you know what I mean? practicing. It's Chicago. It's Chicago. They're really bad. They are. They're really bad against the run. You know, you know who's been bad on Thursdays? Everybody. 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 <laughs> So that's really why I don't want to have a good Thursday game, actually. I know we had one. Was that week one? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. I mean, I mean, I guess not for the Rams guys. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, the Bills killed it. Yeah. Um, that time. Hey, but, yeah, yeah. Cooper Cup killed it. I mean, the Chargers and the Chiefs, I, that that was, I mean, way worse than what we thought that it was going to be because we thought it was about to be super high-powered. Steelers and the Browns was pretty okay, I got to say something real quick. The Raiders are so fucking stupid. Like, kick, kick the extra point there. <laughs> Right, and you have dumbass Derek Carr. He's like trying to like save face because you know it wasn't his call. He's an oh, you know, I, I, you know, we wanted to go for the win. How are you going for the win when you're just tying it up there? Even if he was to get the two points, it's four minutes and thirty, like twenty seconds left. Four twenty o'clock. Because they shouldn't have been in that game. They made so many mistakes. They shouldn't even been in a position to win. And you already know if they go to overtime, Patrick Mahomes is about to shred them up, anyways. So it's really like you got one shot to win. They blew it. And, uh, it, is what it is. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> and Reyes said, uh, I tried trading Tom Brady and Chris Godwin for Austin Eckler. Was that a good trade or no? I mean, if I single mean, PP league, I mean, Brady doesn't hold too much value. Maybe, maybe if you said this like three weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to trade for someone after they just ball the fuck out. You know, like that's the no one's going to want to trade someone after they ball out. Yeah. And like that's that's a bad trade strategy anyway. If someone just balled out and you're trying to go after him, that means you're willing to pay up from. Yeah. It's the stock market, man. You know what I mean? You know what I would do? This isn't a bad trade. Go ahead. I said, this isn't a bad trade. I just don't think the Eckler manager would do it unless they're like dead at QB. That's a bad trade. 
because people are still, you know why? People are still going to be attached to, oh, I got Eckler in the first round, bro. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're going to bring, they're, that's how they're going to be attached to it. I would go, if you want to get a first round running back, I'm going straight after Jonathan Taylor. I'll yeah, because, I mean, the value is going to be extra low on him right yeah. now. Yeah, Austin Eckler just had three touchdowns. Something like he's, that. He's had five in the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> wanted to trade for him in the first three weeks when when everyone was hating. Yeah, him, but he know, didn't right want now. him. No, he's like, I don't want Eckler. He's broken. Yeah, that's Why kind would of I trade for Eckler. Yeah, that's kind of the problem too. Is like we got to be thinking weeks ahead. You yeah. know, like we got to be proactive, not reactive. I, I listen. If there's a player that's doing good and I don't, I mean, doing bad and I don't have him, I'm happy. I'm like, I'm about to go get him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just that's just how it is. And Mike says, breaking news, Damian Harris is out with the hamstring, so I didn't see that yet. We're not on the news show. Yeah, I mean, we, we already alluded to it. I mean, it ain't really breaking news neither, if, if, unless they put him on the IR, because then I didn't know that. But the hamstring, man, he's going to miss a lot of time. This is his fourth hamstring in the last year. Damn. You know, the last calendar year, this is his fourth hamstring. I don't know if it's the same leg. I don't know that much detail, but I do know it's the fourth one. You know what I mean? That's IR shit right there. Yeah, let's see. And uh, and oh, okay. Yep, they officially of that, got him out on sleeper. Yeah, is the uh, is the tag. Yeah. So. so, so here's what I'm saying go ahead and like expect another speculative grab if you can't get the Josh Kelly's or or uh, I mean, obviously, you know, go after Kenneth Walker. But if if you ain't getting none of those motherfuckers, man, uh, what's buddy's name, but strong man, Pierre Strong. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't really fuck with Ty Montgomery like that. He, he's eligible to come back off IR, but he ain't yet. Then they, no, they already said know, he's not. Yeah, they, yep, they, I was gonna say the evil emperor already came out and said he ain't coming back. So you know, uh, Pierre Strong deeper leagues, PPR shit. You know what I'm saying? And I hope That's it doesn't really- take away from Stevenson on the third down because he played nah, all hell, the third. Hell no. Sure. He they ain't, he ain't taking it away from Stevenson, but that that that's really the only two guys they got right now, right? Pierre oh. and, and Ramondre. Yep, because you know Brandon Bolden followed uh, McDaniel's. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, she says don't do don't. She says don't talk about Brandon Bolden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said ah. Uh-uh. Um. And uh, and Jake, he said, as a Seahawks fan, I don't know how Walker is going to do with Penny out. Dallas and him are going to be splitting a lot of carries. I mean, see, the thing is, is like DJ I Dallas. Like, it. What do you mean? I just explained how it's going down. Yeah, he's had a lot. He's had a lot of. He's had a lot of time to earn his stripes, and he's just more of like a pass catching back, you know, than anything. Like they don't really feed him like that. And and DJ, see, I mean, okay, how about this? DJ Dallas sucks. Because Homer was going to be the guy. Remember? Homer like, it was, was the guy over DJ Dallas. <laughs> and Homer was the guy that they drafted the year before Dallas. And then they bring in Dallas. And they're like, you know what? Homer's actually better. And, like, I mean, we, you know, it sucks that I've actually had to pay attention to this backfield because Rashad Penny has never been a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's always like, is it going to be Chris Carson? And it's not. It's not going to be Penny. And it's a DJ Dallas. It's a Homer. When they drafted Ken Walker's because of that that very issue, now they got their they got a guy. Here's a, a good question. North South runner, but he's also a slasher. He got the he got the the, the dummy jump cuts. I mean, we saw it on that 60, 69 yard run. He he had a jump uh, he had a, a, a jump back 
and then another jump cut, and he was gone. Like, this is, this is dope, bro. All right, we got a good question here for our man Marco in the future. Yeah, yes. shout out to the future. Should I use my waiver on Eno Benjamin? I'm fifth out of 12. Now, before you yeah. answer that, I want to know your philosophy behind the waiver wire spots. Like, do you ever care about not burning? I don't give a waiver? fuck. I don't give a fuck. I just burn it. Unless always, like, if, if I don't need them, I'm trying to play keep away. Um, you know what I mean? And then if I don't get nobody, then I'm cool because then my waiver jumps up. Yeah. And so, I mean, well, what about if you're number one? Do you ever hang, do you ever hang on to that? Or you just um, nah because I'm too I'm I'm kind of I'm always trying to fight my own greed so I'd immediately be like ooh okay if I diagnose Eno Benjamin as being the guy right like oh shit Eno Benjamin's the guy gotta get him I'm gonna get him and I'm gonna go straight to Connor the Connor owner hey what's up bro I got Eno you know what I mean yeah. like I'm I'm always doing shit like that you know what I'm saying I'm just I can't help myself like if there was Ken Walker out there that'd probably be the, the smash instance where it's like boom now I got a guy for me. Otherwise, the Deion Jacksons, the Joshua Kellys, all maybe I'll stash Josh Kelly just because it's oh no, you might, yeah, yeah. See, because you might not be able to get him off right away, too. No, but, uh, but that's the thing, though, is I wouldn't move that Josh Kelly to me is a stash, though. You know what I'm saying? Like Josh Kelly yeah. could be a league winner. You know what I mean? If anything happens, look at especially especially if you look at the trend for Austin Eckler, he ain't really been getting the carries until this last two weeks. You know what I'm saying? They've been in a lot more negative game scripts, and then that's when you see Eckler in the passing game. We saw Eckler that we wanted, finally. You know what I'm saying? But along mixed along with it was a bunch of a bunch of touches to Josh Kelly, early yeah. down touches too. So he could be a fringe flex. You know what I'm saying? But he's 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 definitely my favorite stash right now because you know uh, Isaiah Isaiah Spiller ain't it. You know what I mean? And they've always been they they just don't they can't give an entire workload. To uh to Austin Powers, bro. You know what I mean? Is it better when he's in these limited spurts? He's just become so efficient. And then, like, I think he had over what 20, 20 total touches. Well, we could go to all 32 teams, and like we're not gonna find that many people that are getting 100 percent of the workloads, especially anymore. Like this year, I mean CMC's not even a hundred percent workload nah. guy. Nah, and then and then even Najee Harris, he played, I think he played uh two third down, two third down snaps. That's not good at all, bro. They're yeah, even Derrick Henry's not out there. Even fucking Derrick Henry's not getting a hundred percent, you know, of the work I anymore. Mean, I mean, but he's still getting like eighty, right? Well, he, I mean, him and CMC, they're still getting a shitload. But I'm just saying, those yeah. were the guys who people could bank on, be like, oh yeah, there is a couple workhorses, you wow. know, in the NFL. Now a workhorse isn't a hundred percent a snap guy. Now a yeah. workhorse is maybe like eighty five percent. Well, but see, that's the thing, though. Like, there was never a hundred percent. If you go, if you go back to it, like the yeah, Derrick Henry and Christian, like, Mc, Christian McCaffrey, Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, they're, those guys were all like 93, 94, you know, ninety six percent. Christian McCaffrey in that year when he balled out, he had ninety eight percent of the snaps the entire year. Like he never. It, it he only came off the floor. We're, 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 we're nitpicking. You might as well round it. You might, you're right. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Yeah, but besides that, Henry, you know, during his crazy years, like damn near a hundred percent, because not everyone can play a hundred. You know what I mean? I mean, but they have, yeah, they're getting killed. They only come off for one or two plays a game. That might as well be a hundred percent. I mean, shit. uh, There's guys that they want it. They want out there like that. Like they definitely want Leonard Forskin to be that guy. But you know, yeah. Oh, Rashad White. Rashad White. We got to mention him, right? Even though Lenny balled. 
It's like more people probably are going to drop him. He's just more of a speculative ad because fuck, man. The He's another guy. one of those dashes right there, bro. Like that's a that's a that's a high end lottery ticket. Yeah, because everyone is dead now at the running back position. You got to make these moves right now. I still would say like I would hold on to Rashad White, but then you know like they they just love Keyshawn Vaughn too, bro. Or else they would have got rid of him. You know what I mean? I know they draft and like Rashad White. Keyshawn has even been getting. Oh, my bad. Has, has Keyshawn even been getting any work out there though? I've seen no, he, he, started, he started on the he started the year on the IR. <laughs> okay. I couldn't even tell you. That's why. And then and then same thing with Gio with Gio Bernard. So it was like you know Rashad White actually he, he, you know I mean he's major benefactor here because he can earn some trust. But I mean he, he a couple weeks ago it looked like he was starting to get in the mix. He drops the ball on the third down, which is rare that they didn't that they they had anyone uh, other than Leonard Forskin out there. So then last week, you know, Rashad White was just like, up, step aside. You know what I mean? Just give it all to Lenny. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yep. and you Jake says, chances with Brady. Yeah. And Jake says, I have the number five waiver, and I don't believe anyone's getting Walker because they aren't active on waivers. If you get him at the fifth waiver spot, that's going to be a fucking awesome pickup for you because everyone's just maybe, sleeping on them. Maybe take a look if any of those five people have Rashad Penny because maybe they would be inclined to look at him. You know what I mean? But, yeah, put the claim in on him. And um, I hope you win that league because I hate losing in leagues like that, bro, where no one's doing anything. Like, I stopped being in leagues like that. No one's doing anything. Or, this, or how about this, my music league? There were so many fucking restrictions because we charged for everything. It was like, you know, $2 for every transaction. Yeah, you know I mean, like you know, all, all this money would go to the you know, there was twenty dollars each party to make a trade. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it was like no one made trades, and like even the couple of trades I made, it was like I had to ruin my fantasy karma because I'd be like, "Hey, bro, I'll just pay for your side. Let's get it done." And he'd be like, "All right," and then like you know what I mean, and yeah, then the trade doesn't work in like that. <laughs> and seeing like I don't know, I mean, all those I won that league like... twice though, so screw them all, and I left that league. I was like, "You guys are all bums." They yeah, went, I had enough when they bumped it up. They we bumped it up to 14 two years ago. I'm the number two seed. We get there and there's eight teams getting in. I don't have a bye week. And then he's like, and then I go and I look and I'm looking, I'm looking, I find the email. He had changed it like the day before we all kicked off. And we, you know, he's one of those strict on we all vote on shit. I was like, man, screw this shit. And he, his whole thing was, it was the kids, my boy is the commissioner. He's like, well, you know, I ain't never gotten the playoffs, you know. And then I'm like, also. Oh, you want to do some pussy ass shit, like add more people and then make more people eligible to get in. That's just whack. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, like just eight, put your head down and compete. You know what I mean? Eight out of 14 is whack. I mean, man, that's more than 50% of the league. You know, like, I mean, in some of these ones, because I do have some that are like 10 team leagues, like the vampire leagues, the three QB leagues, where six people actually get in. Those ones are a little bit different than the average league. Yeah. Because, yeah, six out of 12 should – I mean, we only have eight playoff teams in our 32-team league that's about to go down. Yeah, it's double yeah. teams as, the, as that 14-teamer. I mean, and we probably would have had the smooth 12, maybe even 14, like the actual league. But uh, they just weren't allowing us yet until, until uh, you made the phone call. You know what I mean? And I don't like the um, – I, I mean, I, I've tried it. Like, there was this one uh, this one commissioner at this work league that I played at. He was like, oh, because because of me making all the moves like crazy, he was like, oh, yeah, we need to make it like a dollar a move, you know, for people to do stuff. I would have still been making those moves, but it was funny from him trying to collect money from some broke motherfuckers at the end of the season. The, <laughs> one of the guys was like, I'm not fucking paying that. Like, you should have been collecting this the whole year if you wanted to do it. Man, in my music league. In my music league, there's, I mean, the dude, there was a group chat 
and motherfuckers would be like, because they because they collected for that every week. Yeah, you know, most people might spend like four or six dollars a week, if that. Right. You know, me, I'm spending like ten, twelve dollars a week because like I might pick somebody up, speculate, drop them. You know, I'm, I'm picking up dropping kickers. Yeah, defenses. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, see another but, thing. I, I hate I hate leagues that have like moves or like max moves. Yeah, max moves. When there's a kicker involved, because that's one move a week at minimum. See, and here's for all you motherfuckers that complain about in the week five about certain rules in the league, right? Look at the bylaws or ask the questions. See, I but this is another t-shirt that we got on the way. The genius asks questions. And then on the back, I want to say the dumbass stays quiet and acts like he knows everything. Stupid fuck. <laughs> See, I'm still working on the back, but I almost want to add all that. Well, shit. just like that, the dumbass stays quiet. Like that's it, right? There. Yeah, but I know what I kept. You know, I mean, just shut the fuck up, stupid fuck. That I, I kind of like adding that. Maybe I put in this fine print, <laughs> some fine print in there. You know, Bogart sayings aren't. They're not catchphrases. They're just. They're, they're like paragraphs. You know what I mean? And Nigel with the highlighted chat on uh, Twitch. What up? Would you trade JJ for CC for CMC and Amon Ra? I have Lamb and Evans at wide receiver. That has that nothing to do with the trade. I, I, I know. That. See, like, okay, we got to get out of this mindset. Like, okay, because I have Lamb and Evans, that means that JJ means nothing to my team. Like, we got to get out of that mindset. Hey, you know what I'm doing? CMC ain't really worked that much, bro. Give me Mike. I'm going to send Mike Evans and Lamb and try to bring back Amon Ra. And CMC, and this is dope because you got all the CMC rumors flying around. Then you got Amon Ra coming; he's gonna he's gonna come off a bye week fresh, as we would hope. Then you have him the rest of the way. See, this is another key right here, man. This week, I want everybody to go try to trade for the Damian Pierces. Go try to trade for the, you know, the Mon Ra's. You know, hey, Devontae Adams might get suspended. You hit that motherfucker, hey, bro, you might lose Devontae for two weeks, bro. Here's, you know, uh, so-and-so, you know what I mean? And yeah. Give them a good trade, you know what I mean? Give them the, the two, something they could use. And, you know, you use everything to your advantage, bro. You know what I'm saying? But this is that time of year already. Once the bye weeks come around, start start stocking up. Because these it's a week-to-week -week game. And if you could buy a player, a good player, and you got them the rest of the way, that's, that's one of the keys here, you know what I mean? Especially now, now more than ever, you got to be thinking weeks ahead because there's four bye weeks this week, four teams on bye, four teams on bye next week, two teams on bye in week eight, and then week nine, the bye week apocalypse. You know, fucking like six teams on uh, on bye, and then two weeks in a row, week ten, week eleven, four teams each week, and then you skip over week twelve, two teams in week thirteen, and then another six teams on bye in week fourteen. Like it's about to get crazy. Over these next few weeks here. And, uh, and Jake said CMC came back down the earth this week. Boo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because um, I mean, just Kelsey and like throwing it so much. And Nigel said, so you guys don't like that trade. No, uh-uh. No, I, I, if anyone asks me, should I make this trade? I trade away JJ. It's already a no. And it, it's already a no. He's way too good. Like, that's why you drafted him so high because of the things that he did last week. You don't trade him away after he does the things that you drafted him to do. That's why you drafted him. Don't sell high on JJ. Yeah, man, JJ. Hey, you want to know what's dope? Kirk Cousins, he said something dope. He said, hey, I know I'm not at the, I'm not playing at the level I was at the end of the year last year. But learning a new system and I like the direction we're going. And watch out once we start getting this thing down. And I'm like, okay, Corky Kirk. 
and, gonna- and hold on. And Nigel said, I'm one in four. I'm trying to do something to my running backs. Well, don't cut off your nose to spite your face. Cause that's literally what you're doing. I'm going to make my running backs a tiny bit better, but I'm going to weaken my entire team by trading away my best player. That is not smart. That is not a championship move. I will not stand for it. I will not let anybody do that. I hate it when it's me hurting my own team. I'd rather be the most point, the most points scored against guy. You know what I mean? For sure. Because I, I just yeah. said it right before you came back out of the matrix. If anyone asks me, is this a good trade? I trade away JJ. I'm already saying no. It doesn't even matter what's coming back. If it starts yeah. off with I'm trading away JJ, it's a bad trade and it's not a championship move. Like, I feel right now, if someone was like, hey, I want JJ off you, I'd look on their team and say they had Mike Evans and Devontae Adams. I'd be like, okay, that's we start there. And look at this. Well, Nigel says my RB2 is Damian Harrison. B-Rob seems bad. This is the waiver wire. Pick up some waiver wire, guys. That's what we're doing every week. Look at how many running backs got hurt this week. Yeah. Literally talking about picking up Eno Benjamin, you know, as a a speculative part. (laughs) RB2, you don't need a good RB2. You just need to be on waivers. And CMC, I mean, yeah, that makes your RB2 like amazing. But you have to trade away JJ to even do that. And Amon Ra is no JJ. Okay. We've already seen that. And Reyes on Twitch, they think Gabe Davis will pop off again this week. I mean, they're going up against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs give up a ton of points to the wide receivers. So is he going to pop off like he did last week? Probably not. But I'm starting him. I know that much. And Steven Tyler, he said, uh, did you say Adams was suspended for what? So he's facing a possible suspension. He's facing a possible suspension. (laughs) And Nigel said, my league is so sharp. I'm 11th on waivers. No way I'm getting anyone. I mean, it's crazy when people tell me that they're in sharp leagues because every single league that I play in is nothing but sharp players. And You just make those moves and that's it. You don't make trades that are going to fuck up your team to be able to uh, bring back an RB that's not living up to his potential. That's not the way that we play fantasy football. It's not the way that we win championships. And so Lamb and Evans for CMC and Amon. I mean, maybe, but I mean, you realize that CMC is going up against the Rams this week, right? And then he's going up against the Bucks the week after that. Like, I know he had a really good game this past week because he had uh, all those receptions, but I don't know. It's uh, These trades are not helping your team move the move the needle. Like, you're literally doing, like, a trade that is like this. Maybe one week you'll be better. Maybe one week you'll be worse. But th- these trades are not really helping your team. And... And Nigel, you don't have to convince me of it. It's your team. So if you want to do it, have at it. But I'm telling you, um, in my in my opinion, I'm not um I, I'm not gonna trade a two for two um to bring back CMC. Like it's just it's not helping your team that much. You just gotta keep making moves or trade for another running back. Like, why do you want CMC so bad? Because then now you got to overpay. It's the worst time to trade for CMC. If you thought he was going to pop off, you should have traded for him weeks ago when he was doing super, super shitty when his value was like in the toilet. 
And would you go after Kamara over CMC? I'm just saying, like, if your league is so savvy, why do you think that you're going to get Kamara or CMC for the cheap? Like, especially right now after they just have good games. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could go after either one you want. Are those guys really going to trade you if you don't overpay because they're so savvy? That's what I'm talking about, man. All right. Let's see. We got to jump over to to wide receivers. Been slacking over here. Let's move on down the road to some wide receivers. Let's see. Who are some guys that we're going to be targeting this week? Um, Rondell Moore, is he going to be a thing? I mean, (laughs) finally popped off a little bit, you know, 13 points versus Philly, you know, and you just know he's not going up against Darius Slay. Like, there's always going to be some targets to go around. It was the 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 over-the-middle target. Targeted receivers are the only ones who eat against – yeah, against the Eagles, everyone stays. They stray away from the outside coverage. Here's another thing too. That's just like for anybody who thought Greg Dortch was a thing. I mean, this is just a role on that offense. It's like a, you know, it's a three wide receiver set guy. He's only he's basically only out there on three wide sets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's yeah. like a start at you. He's a WR four that needs a touchdown. You know what I mean? And see, live at Jake. Man, I should have done multiple leagues. I mean, you're preaching to the choir. Like, I, I, I give my story of how everything started. Started off with one league. Then it turns into two leagues. Then it turns into three leagues. Then I make the championship in all three leagues. And I lose the championship in all three leagues. Then it turns into four leagues. Then it turns into eight. Then it turns into 20. Now it's like 60-something. And it's just because you can't outrun the bad luck of fantasy football. And there's going to be bad luck in some of these leagues, man. Yeah, like you can tell, like whenever people are like in the chat and they're like, I need so-and-so to not do anything. I need so-and-so to not – I need Travis Kelsey to not score any more touchdowns. I needed him in this league. Now I'm playing against him in this other – like it don't work like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's like a two-league thing. That's a person you can tell is only playing in like maybe one or two leagues. And that's fine. But it's like, you know, you're missing out on all the fun. For sure. You know what I mean? There's just so many play the player pools so vast. You know what I mean? Like team builds. Here's one thing you don't want to do too is have like two or three teams and you draft the same team basically. You know what I mean? And I'll tell you what's uh I'll tell you what's really bad is playing in one league and not winning that league. Playing in two leagues and not winning that league. I'll tell you what's great. I played in 30-something leagues last year. I won six championships. It's the most that I've ever won. Yeah, I was in 21. I was in 21. I took down five. And the the only people who would say that that's whack are people who play in a couple leagues. What's your percentage, man? Like, what's your percentage? Hey, what were we doing? We were counting racks, and we went to Disneyland. That's what we literally did. Yeah. Me and you took our families to Disneyland. And you know what? That's the new version. I we had Hustler and my son's birthday party at Disneyland <laughs> to celebrate championships. That's the only way to go. Yeah. <laughs> For those that don't know, my son has the same birthday as us. So once when, once we won all these Super Bowls, I mean, what do you do? Where are you going now that you won the Super Bowl? We're going to Disneyland. You feel me? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to have a repeat trip too, man. You know what I mean? 
And Tino said, I can't do that many leagues. It's too hard to hate on other teams on Sundays. <laughs> I mean, that's see, it became see last year when I jumped up to 21, it became like just what up, Niner? What up, Niner? It, it, shout out to Tino too. But it, it, you know, it became a thing of having the comb it's about the combinations you got. You know what I mean? And like, you know, it's really, I mean, the way the analogy that I use, it's golf, man. It's you against the course because no matter what, whether you're looking at the other team or not. That's influencing your decision on like starts and sits. Oh, this guy's kind of weak. Maybe I can start this guy over here. Oh, shit, I'm projected to lose. Maybe I got to start this guy, you know, over here. Those are just things that fuck with your emotion. So like nine times out of 10, actually 99 times out of 100, I'm not even looking at my opponent's shit. That's That's the worst thing about it this last two years. It's like someone will text me talking shit. And I'll be like, like what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What's so funny when someone's shit. like, I'm playing you this week, hustler. I'm like, shit, which league, bro? I got I can't comb through all these leagues to figure it out. Help me figure out where I'm playing you. <laughs> hey, you know what sucks? I was taking a brief glance at a lot of my matchups. I already saw six different Alvin Kamaras being started against me this week. And I, I I'm not I don't like it. Because last year, last week I saw all these Travis Kelseys and Mahomes that started against me. Felt the same way. Everybody, fire up your Camaras if you got them. Because when guys go off, they're they're started against me. Pause. I like this. Nick says, "I don't know how you do it, Hus. It's crazy. You have like sixty leagues. I thought four kids was hard to look after, but sixty leagues. Holy shit! I mean, that's why. I mean, shit. I got I got what three more kids in Hus." But I have I have like fifty percent less leagues. I mean, thirty three was cool. I could stunt and be like, "Oh, I'm in thirty six, but those other three are best balls. They don't even count." Yep. And uh, yeah. And Stephen Tyson, tell me about it. I I stopped setting my lineup because I have like sixty of them, and then I got a headache halfway through. Well, I'll tell you one of the things that does suck. Don't quit, man. Here's one of the things that does suck about having 60-something teams. I left Ramondre Stevenson on the bench in a, in a handful of leagues, maybe like, I don't know, four or five, where I may have lost because of just that move. overlooking that one move when we were all over Ramondre Stevenson this entire week. Because yeah, of we've been all Ramondre Stevenson. Okay, this is the week, bro, because it was like, you know, we were waiting. I didn't know that we were all waiting for week five in, 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 around these parts. Because we were yeah. waiting for Penny to die, waiting for Harris to die. You know what I'm saying? It all just started happening. Like, And it was supposed to be a big A.J. Dillon week, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's coming soon, too. You know what I mean? Because all our mid-round running backs that we targeted, they're, they're starting to pay off. You know what I mean? I'm not playing, at least as far as right now, I'm only playing Aaron Jones at home. I mean, not Aaron Jones, uh, A.J. Dillon <coughs> at home. <coughs> well, they're, on the, they're on the road to New York. Well, they were in London in New York. Yeah, but they're on, they're on the road to New York, right? Next, this game? Uh, I think they're playing uh, uh, the Jets. Uh, no, they're at they're, home. Okay, so they're at home, but they're playing the Jets. Right, correct. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna play. Yeah, I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm, I'm playing Dylan this week. Yeah, and even if we're going off of, uh, let's see, the Jets, they're uh, they're on the they're, better side of giving up. Yeah, I, I was gonna say it's kind of, they're they they've always been like a decent run defense, but it's also been Fugazi. You gotta look at who they played. They played the they played a Najee. You know who sucks apparently now. Cleveland and Miami, those are the ones that yeah. uh, that brought up the average as far as points for them. And then Joe Mixon was yeah. kind of like mid level when he went. Yeah, up he was he was like two yards of carry that game. So there is that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but he, I mean, Raheem Mostert, like, shit, he shit all over him. He teabagged him three times. Mm-hmm. On, and is uh, Raheem Mostert one of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet? No, sir. I think not. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, I, I think AJ, I think AJ got, you know, he got, uh, he got, fat. I think he's from New York. Okay. Now I think about it. I don't know, I'm just assuming that because he's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> That's where and, all the uh, Jewish people are at. <laughs> let's jump back to the wide receivers. So, um, Jacoby Myers. I mean, he's one of those guys you just, I guess you got to get on your bench if someone dropped him. Like, my, hey, my, my baloney has a first name. You know what I'm saying? I hate it. Myers, you feel me? Like, he's just a, he's very boring and blah, but he's a WR3. You know what I mean? Just, he's getting targets. He he literally garners close to a 30% target market share on a run first team. So it's a small pie, but he got the biggest slice of it. And even more people got hurt over there. So that's another reason why he keeps getting more volume is because everyone they're all dropping like flies over there. Did Packer get hurt? Who? Packer. That's you gotta say it like like, like how, how the, the New England Boston natives say it. Packer. <laughs> no, it was who, who you say Devante Packer. <laughs> Packer. <laughs> Packer. <laughs> I don't think he got hurt, but it was uh, Nelson who got hurt. And I mean, they're just, there's a bunch over there. Oh, yeah. John is hurt. You're right. Double OM said uh, Myers or Robinson. Which Robinson? B Robinson? If so, him. I'll go Robinson. But put in put in a claim on both. Like you yeah. guys know that you could put in like multiple waiver wire claims with the same person. Like that's mm-hmm. just dropping. Like I always do that. Three or four yep. guys. If you have a late one, because you never know that, what you're gonna get. That's the most annoying thing to me on waiver wire Tuesdays. Yeah, is like setting the priority of them, and then it's like, okay, well, if I don't get, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up Jacoby and drop Christian Watson. But if I don't get Jacoby, then I'm gonna pick up. Brian Robinson dropped Christian Watson. And it's like, you got to do this in succession. Yeah. Of all the players you want. And yep. then like, then, then also add that third player that you might, or that second player that you might drop. So just in case you get both of them, you know what I mean? Like you got to do that in order. And like, it's, it's very, it's very and tedious. He, and I swear one day we're going to have an app that just, that, you know what I mean? Helps us do all that. Yeah. And, and that, that that you look at all your leagues. You got multiple platforms. See, that's going to be it. Really? Yeah. It's going to be crazy. And uh, one of Bogey's boys, Alec Pierce, only 9% rostered. Yeah. Get him hey, out Smoke, there. If Smokey's out there, uh, shout out to Fantasy Fornicator. He was in the chat earlier. He the first one that put me on him in the offseason when we were talking, um, you know, these these rookie wide receivers coming up. He said, man, because, you know, that kid, he went to Illinois. So, you know, he's, you know, and then, you know, uh, Fornicator and then being from Chicago, they're, you know, they're very familiar with this kid. He's a, he's a big corn-fed white boy, bro, like, Hell of a route runner, super big, good hands, and he could block his ass off on a team that wants to run a lot. So, you know, he's never left the field. You know what I mean? And Pittman draws so much attention, and the target market share is up to – it was up to 19% uh, damn near 20 uh, last week. So I, I like this. Yeah, and uh, Double OM said, oh, Allen Robinson. Or I said, okay, it's a better question. Is Allen Robinson on the drop list? yeah. In redraft, I'm just cutting bait with the man. Like, I mean, he's not Kenny Galladay, but in the fact that he's like a landmine, like he kind of is. And like, I've seen this game before where like, I mean, shit, we, I, I can't remember the year that I'm thinking of right now, but like one of these years where Larry Fitzgerald was still like a top, top guy, you know, at least um, 
at least uh, considered that way, but he was old, you know, and he ends up being like real shitty in the beginning, just real shitty in the, in the beginning of the season. And like some of these teams that I had him on, I just, I held him too long and didn't drop him. And then other teams where I was on the come up, like in the playoffs, I picked him up when he was like back on the uprise. Allen Robinson is doing so bad that if someone picks him up to play him, it's just going to fuck their team. And he may just end up getting picked up and then dropped again. So yeah, Allen Robinson in redraft leagues, 100% droppable. And uh, Jake said, having Debo and Chase still waiting for them to ball out. Yeah, that sucks. And he said, this is the year Brandon Cooks does not go for a 1,000. Mark my words. <laughs> it's a lot easier to hit a 1,000 um, with 17 games than it was before. That's for sure. Nigel said, here's my team. One and four had bad schedules. Herbert, JJ, Lamb, Brees Hall, B-Rob, Muth. Uh, or Muth or Knox, Mike Evans, um, Benches, Pickens, Rashad White, Naheem Hines, Dak. Hey, good looking on the super chat. I mean, it's just a lot of bad luck, dude. Like, I mean, if you said you had tough schedules, like it's not the time to panic. Like one and four doesn't mean your season's done. Uh, right. And Mike said, what do we do about Bateman? Feel like he's a trap every time we play him. Yeah, I mean, and him being hurt, we just got to wait for him to get right. That's really what this comes down to. And Skulls said, thoughts on this trade? Mike Williams and Jamal Williams for Devontae Adams and UTN. I mean, if Adams gets uh, suspended, you know, that's just, that's that's like two bye weeks for him at that point. Uh, but I guess Jamal Williams is on bye this week. I don't know. It's kind of a blah trade all around. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, the ETN's like kind of nothing to me right now. I mean, just like Jamal Williams is, Swift is going to be coming back, you know? So, I mean, that's why someone... At least Jamal Williams has a role even with Swift there. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck to think of ETN or Robinson, or especially when they were in, like, the juiciest matchup ever last week. You know, going into last week, they were 30 against the run, Houston. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what did they they even do? I mean, I, I may be wrong. Did they do something? I just didn't... I don't think they did. No, I mean, it was 13 to 6. I mean, shit, only one fucking touchdown the entire game got scored. Shout out to my man, Diamond Dallas Pierce. Yeah, there you go. Self high five. At least Pierce, you know, gave us some payback, you know, right mm-hmm. there on uh, on his capital. But yeah, I don't like that. It's pretty much Mike Williams for Devontae Adams with some window dressing. And I guess I would rather have Devontae Adams, but I, I don't know. I, I would just figure out a different way to appro- approach this trade. Yeah, I'd see if I could buy Devontae Adams for cheaper than that. And Dylan says... I mean, says, maybe you uh, can't trade, get that cheap, but the bye week you might be able to. And Dylan says, trade Gordon and MT for Waddle. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to get Michael Thomas off the squad somehow. Michael Thomas is coming back, so here's the, here's the risky part. If someone wants to buy Michael Thomas, good, because that's your ammo right there. Hey, he's coming back this week. Or at least he's set to come back. Because what you don't want is him to come back and look ass. You know what I'm saying? You know what comes out of ass? Shit. You know what I mean? It's crazy. You don't want him coming out there looking like shit that came out of ass. I tried to get Spencer uh, to, to sell Mike Thomas for a ham sandwich. He said no. He wanted a- Antoine, Win- uh, Antoine Winfield. And so I just declined that shit. And of course, Antoine Winfield goes and puts up 30 points. You know, like. I mean, like, like, he, like he would. More than Mike Thomas will be doing on a normal basis. I mean, Michael. Th- I mean, 
Michael Thomas Rose is going to have fond memories of him with Drew Brees. And who, who's not to say that, like, maybe Chris Olave hopefully uh, gets cleared this week, but say he doesn't. And Mike, I mean, Mike Thomas does come back. This could be a game that you can squeeze some juices out of Mike Thomas, then sell him for higher. I mean, who do they got? They're playing against Chris Cincinnati. Olave. Chris Olave ain't coming back this week. Like, I bet I'm, I'm you just all saying, these motherfuckers yeah, so, so, that get a concussion don't come back this week. So Mike Thomas – uh, I mean, you know, I need to start reading up on that new protocol because I know it's five days, but it doesn't incline that you can go back to practice within those five. I don't think, you know what I mean? Maybe we'll so, do some uh, research before the news show and we'll figure out exactly what that is because uh, yeah, that's going to be something super important for our for our fantasy lives. That's for damn sure. And uh, you die. I said thoughts on trading Waddle and Aaron Jones for Josh Jacobs and CD. I mean, it's it's lateral. You trade. die. I mean, I think you die. <laughs> but no i'm just gonna say don't make trades like that no, it, 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 it's more likely to hurt you than help you I, I i don't know why but it just really is this girl keeps only wants to sleep in my arms <laughs> i know how that goes how devin in the house what up bro thank you what up dev all right let's see where do we need to jump over to now? I know. So let's jump over to QBs. Gino. We'll just touch there. Just hella quick. Just go straight to Gino. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Here we go over to the QBs. And yeah, someone asked, is Wentz going to be a viable starter? In yeah. In Chicago. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that sucks is it's a Thursday night game. That's the, the main thing that really sucks about the game. Um, I mean, shit, if you want, if, if it's really ugly, she, even Justin Fields is a streamer. You got to remember, we're talking about streamers. I think oh, people yeah. are looking for like the biggest thing to find off the waiver. It's a week to week thing. So yeah. And Gino's you know I mean? less rostered than Carson Wentz anyways. So yeah. if I have the choice of Gino or Carson Wentz, I'm going Gino. Gino sure. is number six overall in most formats. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Fuck him. Yeah, I swear he's gonna fuck people. I, I just, I just want to throw that out there. I mean, their defense just sucks so bad that it keeps them throwing. Like this is like Blake. Well, actually, no, it's kind of the opposite of Blake Bortles. Don't disrespect Blake Bortles like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Winston, you know, he's been dropped in a bunch of leagues. We'll see if this is the week that he actually gets back from his back issues. Ooh, uh, I see what you did there. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, only 26% roster. Oh, against the Dirty Birds. That's a good – that's a nice streaming option. Good matchup uh, this week. Uh, Matt Ryan versus Jacksonville. I mean, I guess we'll just throw him on the radar, but, I mean, Jacksonville. Come here, baby. Yeah, has, hasn't been the best. Uh, Fields versus Washington, you know, on Thursday night. You feel like Fields is just going get, to get off on the ground, you know, could be a thing. Um, who else? Um, Chuck, Danny Pesos, if you're dumpster diving, just because they're going up against Baltimore. Baltimore is losing DBs left and right. They lost Marcus Williams now. He's on IR. So just more reasons that uh, you can get a guy like Danny Pesos in the lineup if you're dumpster diving for a streamer. See a lot more Hamilton now. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll finally get to we'll finally get to see him a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Zach Wilson, the MILF Slayer, 
I mean, if you're a speculative ad, maybe more than like picking up and just starting this week because going to Green Bay, but his value is probably not going to be lower in a single QB league than it is right now. And I mean, they got the Broncos next week. So that's not really too good either. Got the Patriots the week after. So nah, may, maybe not. Maybe not a speculative ad. They got a bunch of shitty matchups coming up here pretty soon. Um, I think all the Russell Wilson owners are over there out there in the world, you might need to start thinking about grabbing one of these guys too. Mm-hmm. Because look, I mean, just in case Russ, like, you know, starts trending downwards this week, he went and got a procedure done on his shoulder. He got a PRP shot. Yep. When they use the words like P- procedure, that still means something. You know what I mean? Soreness, all that. Sometimes it takes a week before it even heals that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Isn't that ironic? Yep, totally is. <laughs> And uh, Nigel said his picking's going to explode. Said uh, I think he's going to go on a tear. Well, I mean, based on what? Uh, well, I mean, based on this week is all I'm assuming. I mean, it's six for eighty three. Yeah, you know, it was volume, but it was ugly volume. Like, come on, man. I mean, the Steelers look like absolute dog shit out there. Like, I mean, maybe a couple drives, you know, here or there where they didn't look like dog shit. But I, I, I found some logic on them. I found some logic to base it on. The last two weeks, target market share. Um, Kenny Pickett looks from since he came in. And they both played on the team twos. Yep. And I mean, the Steelers, what did they jump from, from fourth worst to down to less than that this week? I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> I mean, they got their shit pushed in. Yeah. So, you know, that's <laughs> literally, a, you know, a borderline bottom three pass defense. So they're going to be giving up hella points. Kenny Pickett's going to be throwing that thing a lot. Can and here's their, here's their schedule, too. Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, Bengals, Colts, Falcons, Ravens, Panthers, Raiders, Ravens. I, here's, I mean, just, here's another thing George Pickens got going from is that, like, Deontay is going to get viewed as the one. So, he's you know, he's, he's going to see a lot more lesser coverage, less quality really, coverage. That really is the best thing that he has going for him, right? That, that's all it's really – I mean, we just listed – I just we just fired off, like, four different things for a lot that'll make that statement logical because when people say I think George Pickens is gonna blow it, like what's the logic behind it? So we just offered some, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that's why Chase blew up last year, right? Because Higgins was the guy getting all the uh the top coverage. Then you look this year, it's all switched around where Chase is getting the top coverage. He ain't balling as much. Mm-hmm. I mean White, White Moon said if Dak comes back this week, is he worthy of starting? I don't think he's gonna come back this week. Um but uh, going up against the Eagles, I mean, the, the only thing he really has going for him is it's like a Sunday night game. Maybe that brings out, you know, some extra um, um, adrenaline, you know, in him or something. But that's not a good team to play against. You know, he's not the greatest in primetime either. He's like the black Kirk Cousins rule. <laughs> I'm serious. Show me a oh, primetime game. I mean, maybe that playoff game against the Seahawks a couple years ago. You know what I mean? He did his thing in that game. You know, so good looking on the super chats. I have Dak coming off IR, Justin Herbert at QB also. Should I try to shop Herbert to bring back a running back? No, try like, to shop Dak. Yeah, like come on, man. We don't shop Herbert. Herbert's defense is the, the, the defense that Herbert is attached to. They're one Here's of the worst. The, Nigel, come on. This is what I'm talking about, though. It's he's like, how he's like, I'm gonna hurt myself this way now. He's yeah, like, we, like, we don't shop. The better commodity because you could get more of a trade from it. Because when you look at it right now, you're not getting Justin Herbert prices coming back. 
He hasn't been that great. He hasn't been the QB one or two that everyone thought he was going to be. So if anything, you try to move Dak and get less, but you move Dak and you keep Herbert. And no, don't care about the CD and Dak stack because CD's been worse with Dak than uh, than everybody else. I might even move that stack to bring and for like like a two for three. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Steven Tyler said, I can't believe I'm four and one with Gino after Prescott went out. See? <laughs> and I'm sure you picked up Gino off waivers. And, you know, I, I can't even hate on Gino like that anymore. Once I do like a real analysis, you know what I'm saying? When I really look at it, I'm like, it was just the Niners that fucked him up. Nigel, we have no idea when Dak is coming back. <clears throat> Every single week, it's like, oh, he's going to come back week four and then next week oh yeah we're shooting for week five and then next week after that jerry jones is like oh yeah he's gonna sit he's uh he's not, not, he's not yet. like literally we have no idea when Dak's coming back I, I asked that is he coming back this week Dak couldn't even give me a thumbs up huh. and yeah, james man. says gallup's value change with Dak better or worse i mean it's probably better, better. yeah for sure because that seems to be his uh his best good friend over there yeah, and like the attempt. I mean, CD Lamb's still going to draw the best coverage, double coverage, even. And you know who else that people should uh, that people should go out and get at the wide receiver spot is Randall Cobb. That just everyone keeps getting hurt over there for the Packers. And like, as long as Randall Cobb's on the field and working the middle of the field, he's just going to be that guy that Rogers trusts. He doesn't trust the rookies like that all the way. And Rogers, and Rogers, he's downward spiraling as far as like he don't trust nobody over there after that week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Went over to Europe, embarrassed him. He's mad at all of them. Christian, Christian Watson got a got a hammy again. They got embarrassed by the Giants. I'm not like this. This doesn't make me believe like the Giants are a real four and one team. No, I mean it's really it's really ugly the way that it's working over there for him. But somehow it seems to be working. Don't understand it. And uh, let's see. Let's jump over to these tight ends. Taysom Hill, I guess. Real quick. Uh, so many people like, should I blow all my fab on Taysom Hill? I was like, no, he's not playing the Seahawks again. And you know who is playing the Seahawks? Zach Ertz. He's going to ball the fuck out against the Seahawks this week. And uh, it's funny because the Cardinals, they're actually the uh, the second worst. Yeah, I'd probably rather Cardinals. play Disley. I probably play if I'm looking for an option to stream. Yeah, because Ertz is a streamer. Yeah. Yeah, so Disley, I would definitely fire up Disley in this week. It came back down to earth this week, but it was a really bad matchup. So that's why I wasn't saying start Will Disley. Like the two weeks before that, he had great matchups back to back. This week, great matchup again. Against the tight end, uh, let's see how about for the oh Falcons God, and uh, San Francisco. Falcons are giving up the booty to the tight end, so I think that yeah, this is gonna be finally, the this week, finally. Be a, a nice George Kittle week. I yep. mean, I guess nine points was okay considering George Kittle's like shitty right now. I mean, he's just out there blocking a lot too. Yeah, you know I mean, matter of fact, if I have George Kittle, I might try to sell him. For the world right now, based on that, just someone who believes in George Kittle still. Well, wait until he balls. Get the game out of him first. I'm and just then saying, he... if someone can but see what but see, that, it's always running the risk of him not having the game. You know what I mean? Like I said, he out there, he out there running more. I mean, he's out there blocking per drop back versus 
running the route. You know what I mean? Well, here's the tight ends that have got off against the Falcons so far. Taysom Hill, Tyler Higby, Will Disley. Just the same up here. Those are some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even Jawana Man Johnson got one too, bro. And uh, Jake says, LOL, someone I know is really high on Taysom Hill. We all know, even though I said it, bro, it's the Seahawks. They're going to blow against the Rams for sure. And with him, I mean, he even got Adam Troutman involved to where you had two top 10, uh, <coughs> two top 10 tight ends. From the Saints on on uh, on the week, wild, wild. It's the world we're living in it really is. And uh, man, I still can't believe that I fucking lost in uh, in one of the games with uh, with Iggy shitty tight end uh, scoring over there. I lost by like point three points after Travis Kelsey has the game of his life. Well, I mean. I could have played. I could have played. The only guy benefiting off of Kelsey, right? I know. I could have played no defense and I would have won, but because I played a defense and they got negative. Got negative. Yep, I lost. That's why I say I don't don't even like team defenses, period, anymore. Just have none. And I don't care how crazy the scoring is. It makes it even more wonky. Like, why why do people want to play fantasy and be like, yeah, this is for skill guys and shit, you know what I mean? Experts, quote unquote. But they want to do this shit that involves hella luck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not. You know why I don't like this shit? I'm not the luckiest person. The only reason I even believe in luck is because I have a ton of bad luck. You know what I mean? Yep. That's why I got to do everything calculated, and that's how we winning out here, B. We yep. ain't depending on some luck. Hell yeah! And, some uh, fucking chasing Taysom Hill shit this week. Yep. And uh, so I'm gonna do the team defense, and then I'm gonna do IDP. Uh, so these ones are the ones that are gonna be chopped up. Uh, for you, okay. every, everything else. I'll, I'll dip right out real quick. So I'm gonna go change this diaper. Sounds and good. And then I'll, I'll, I'll pop back in uh, after the next or after this segment. Sounds good. Good. All right. What up? What up? We got our waiver wires for team defense. And even though we're like fuck team defense around here, I'm still gonna put out the video. For you team defense crazy savages, and uh, let's jump into some of the just some of the better ads uh, this week for team defense. And it's been kind of ugly. A lot of it really hasn't made a lot of sense either. And we're gonna stick under the uh, we're gonna stick under the sixty percent mark. And I mean, one of these teams that's barely scraping by. Right now is the San Diego is the, the San Diego is the Los Angeles Chargers, and they're going up against the Broncos. They've been dropped in a bunch of leagues to where now they're only rostered in about fifty-five percent of leagues. And so going up against Denver, who we don't even know if they're going to have Russ Wilson this week on the season. Denver has given up the fifth most points to team defenses. So you really just got to play these matchups. And we're talking about teams like Las Vegas and the Colts that have been top defenses on a week going up against them. So the chargers are going to be one of my top ads this week. And it's probably just going to be for one week, you know, and that's it. We got to play the matchups and there we go. I am. the Yeah. He said, yo, yo, morning chat, wake and bake with a side of coffee. Let's get it going for everyone who's watching this video on replay and not live. You guys need to be tapped into the waiver wire, wake and bake 
weekly Tuesdays, 8 a.m. West Coast, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. All right, let's keep moseying on down the road here and just mention the Colts and how they had a good game against Denver. I think going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars is going to be a, a pretty decent thing for them. I mean, the Jaguars in the first three weeks, you know, they're balling out. But in these last two weeks, they've kind of been a shell of themselves. Um, they gave up a top performance to the Eagles, which, you know, and that's not a surprise. But then when you give up a top performance to the Texans at the defensive spot, that does get a little surprising. Indy, they look good this past week. DeForest Buckner, just, man, looking like a man amongst boys, you know, out there. If he gets going, you know, more that's going to be one of the keys to their defense really popping off. Now, I'm a little bit nervous about this Chicago and Washington game on Thursday. Both teams could be speculative ads here. I mean, Washington, they're barely even rostered. Um, Chicago, I mean, they're, they're rostered in a few more leagues, you know, than Washington. This is really just like kind of playing the matchups because Washington, they've given up four top 12 performances to the team defense. So it's really just playing the matchup, you know, over there for sure. <clears throat> and then on the other side of things, the bears, they're, they've given up three top 12 performances. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's only seven teams that are giving up less, um, uh, more points to the team defense than the Chicago bears. So this is kind of just a good matchup on both sides. Uh, I skipped over the Jaguars. If you still have the Jaguars going up against the Colts, I'm, I'm going to play the Jaguars. I don't want to drop them. And let's see where they, uh, I mean, they are 71% rostered. So they did have a big bump, you know, this past week. If they're dropped and you're looking for a team because they're probably going to be dropped, you know, after not such a good performance this past week going up against Houston. I mean, five points. Um, well, if you're in like default, default scoring five points, so you could do a lot worse. And then let's see anyone else worth mentioning over here. Mm, I mean, New England versus Cleveland. I mean, that's uh, I mean, New England's looking way better, but Cleveland, I mean, they're not really the best team to stream your to stream your defense against. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, it's crazy how good Jacoby Brissett's doing. And and Nigel said Jacksonville or Dallas this week. Let's see. And who's uh who do the Cowboys play again? The Eagles. Man, that is not uh yeah. Uh, on paper, the Jacksonville matchup is gonna be way better. I mean, the Eagles, they've only given up one top 10 or one uh, top 12 performance to the team D, and that was Jacksonville that did it. I'm gonna play the matchup. And I'm going Jacksonville uh, versus Indy because, like I said, Indy they've they've given up five top thirteen performances literally every week. No, no, they've never given up worse than top thirteen. And since week two, they've never given up uh, worse than top eleven. They've had, and three of those have been top ten finishes. So yeah, I want to play the matchups and probably no Jonathan Taylor. All right. And those are your ads for team defense for week six. Appreciate you guys watching on the replay. Make sure you subscribe. 
make sure you like go ahead and do that right now and if you play in idp leagues get ready because the idp video is going to be dropping very soon as well appreciate you guys peace out people watching on replay and for everyone watching live we are still here um that that just gets uh, that just gets chopped let me see i'll get my Get my timestamp so I know where both sides of those go. And uh, yeah, I chopped the team defense clips and then I chopped the IDP uh, clips as well. So here we go. We'll get into those in a few minutes. And Skull says Jamal Williams a trade high right now. I mean, it's going to be hard to trade him uh, when he's got his bye week this week, unless someone's really trying to get it uh, get in ahead of time. Stale pork chop. I have the Colts uh, D on my bench and playing the Saints right now versus the Bengals. Um, let's see. I mean, the Bengals—they've just been. I mean, outside of their of Week One and Week Five, they really haven't been a defense that you've. Uh, I mean, a team that you want to stream your defenses against. And Derek says, Curtis Samuel for Kenneth Walker. If you're bringing back uh, Kenneth Walker, yep. <coughs> and Nigel said, let's go. I was scared we were leaving. Nope. <coughs> Waving wire, wake and bake in full effect. And Tony Alvarez, what up, homie? He said, what up, dog? Need some advice. Throw in your question, homie. Sir Bong's a lot. Let's smoke it up. Baby. And Skull said uh, Mike Williams a hold right now, right? Yeah, definitely hold on Mike Williams. <laughs> and Steven Tyler said Mike Williams is a start right now. What you talking about, hold? <laughs> yeah, and who they going up against this week? Yeah, going up against the Broncos. I mean, you better hope Keenan Allen's back because if Patrick Sertan is uh, is on Mike Williams, I mean, that's just it's one of those things, man. Patrick Sertan's a dog, and uh, he's going to hold down some peeps. And Mo Diesel, do I trade Aaron Jones and Hunt for Jacobs? It seems like you're selling, uh, that you're buying really high on Jacobs. And, you know, it's it's really about buy low, sell high. Like, I'm really trying to avoid the buy high. And, yeah, Skull said, like, hold him from a trade. Uh, well, depends on what the trade is. I don't think Mike Williams is uh, is a must hold as far as like trade. All right. Let me get uh we're going to start with the linebackers for uh for the team for the IDPs, but uh we'll wait a, a couple seconds here, smoke another bowl uh real quick. Then we'll get into some guys that flashed uh this week um you know guys who you could potentially pick up this week and start pretty much all these guys who i'm talking about in waivers if you play in a league where you're only rostering a couple people mu- well actually you know hold on i'm not even gonna say that let me let me save that for the uh let me save that for when i start the clip all right and Mo Diesel, Aaron Jones, ETN, Walker, Hunt. Oh, I mean, 
This is early. I mean, we're doing waivers right now. We don't even need to worry about like starts and sits for days. So, I mean, Aaron Jones and Hunt as of right now, but the don't don't take my Tuesday. Like, there's so much information that needs to be diagnosed before anyone should even take my starts or sits seriously. Like, if you're just looking on putting people like in your starting lineup for a day or two, put whoever you're trying to trade in there, trade those people away, you know, and then do that. But yeah, it's Tuesday. I'm not even in starter sit mode yet. Wednesday tips the iceberg on that, but Thursday is when the true starts and sits really start. And then Saturday and Sunday, those, those are really the days for starts and sits. I'm not saying don't chime in, you know, but need to be accepting all the information that's coming out right now. Not just worried about who do I start or sit, you know, on uh, on this team. Need to be focused on who we're picking up on waivers. Th- those should be the questions that are coming in right now is who should I be picking up on waivers out of these options or whatever. Those Throw those questions in, everybody, because that's what this segment is all about. Not a start and sit segment. And Mo said, do I waste? It's not a waste. It's not a waste of your number two waiver wire. Get Alec Pierce, not Taysom Hill. Do that. And stale pork chop. Tuesday through Thursday is waiver and practice focus. For sure. For sure. And we can even get Monday in the mix on that as well. Because we're all on a schedule. It's this weekly fantasy schedule. Monday is like the fallout of last week plus waivers. Tuesday, final fallout, you know, of the week plus heavy waivers because everyone's got to get their waivers in today. And then Wednesday, practice mode. We're all, we're checking the practice reports for all this. That's why we do the news show every uh, Monday through Friday at one West Coast time, four Eastern time. Guys got to be on that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for those shows are the most important because the practice reports tell us most of what we need to know for these starts and sits. And then Saturday, heavy dose of Q&A. Sunday, heavy dose, heavy, heavy dose of Q&A. No way, dude. Judy for digs? Nope, not making that trade. Not making that trade. Wide receiver for wide receiver, two blah. That's like a crackhead trade. That's what I'm calling those from now on. Wide receiver for wide receiver, running back for running back. Those are crackhead trades. I can't stop you from making crackhead decisions, okay? But um, yeah, those are just crackhead trades and people who like got the itch, got the itch to trade. Oh, I got to get a trade done. I got to get it. Got to get it. All right, here we go. Tony said dynasty league PPR Mike will for Mariota and Jacobs. Mariota is just some depth, but really targeting Jacobs. I'll be fine uh, with my wide receiver core, AJ Brown, Cooper, Hollywood, Alec Pierce, DK. I would do that trade for sure. I would do that. Oh, damn. In the Debo, too. I like it. <clears throat> I like it. I, I caught a dub in both the Debo leagues, so I got to go see who I'm going to be trading, but stoked about that. If you guys don't know about our Debo Snatcher Chain League, it's a forced trade league where every week, whoever wins, you get to steal a starter from your opponent's team. You got to send back a starter as well. This league has been insane. And yeah. Devin's on it. Jacob's over Mike will for sure. For sure. I mean, sucks that, um, you know, they're not playing this week. I mean, but you know, for dynasty, I mean, one week, it just, it is what it is. 
here we go. Missed uh, the question right after I was telling people, ask the waiver questions, and Jake followed instructions. Let's get it. Isaiah McKenzie off waivers, Myers, or Rondell Moore at Brandon Cooks and Flex? Uh, I'll go Will Myers. Uh, I'll go um, uh, Jacoby Myers, Will Myers. I mean, <laughs> thinking baseball right now. Yeah, let's go Jacoby Myers and uh, get him in there because even in this, uh, I mean, they just – there's a lot of injuries that have happened over there for the Patriots and Jacoby Myers. He's been looking solid, you know, out there and really the, the, the skinny kid at fat camp, you know, the shiny piece, you know, of uh, whatever analogy we want to use for these guys, but he's been looking solid. All right. And Antonio said, what happened to Adams? I'm hearing suspension for assault or something like that. So I don't know who he pushed over. I haven't been in news mode yet. I'm going to go look for the clip, uh, see if we can find it and show it on uh, on the, the Fantasy News Today show. But he pushed someone to the ground, so I don't know exactly what was going on. Oh, he pushed some cameraman. That's what Chewy said. So, yeah, leaving the field and all pissed and apparently pushed a cameraman. So make sure you come back for Fantasy News Today like you guys always do. And uh, I'll, I'll make sure that I get that clip so we can see exactly what happened. And Chewy said, when seven of your fantasy league members are related to Cooper Rush and you're an Eagles fan, I'm going to talk so much shit in the group chat. Ha! <laughs> That's crazy. So you, um, what do you mean related to Cooper Rush? Like literally like related to Cooper Rush, like by blood? Yeah, and Kenny said he pushed a cameraman going into the tunnel. And uh, said, pushed over a camera guy. Uh, dude was out of pocket. And then Stale Porkchop said, cameraman walked in the path right in front of the tunnel. So that's just what's kind of tough. You know, like I haven't seen the clip, so I'm not going to speculate one way or the other on it yet. But I will get the clip for the news show. And we will be speculating on that because that's going to be big if Adams gets suspended. Nice. Chewy said, my cousin's friend is... Uh, is married dope bro get us a cooper rush jersey so we can uh, so we can raffle it off on the show that'd be super dope bro that would be super dope and skull said is dobbin someone you would trade or hold off uh i mean you want you want someone like that who's part of a high-powered offense let me even see what he did this week because i'm totally kind of spacing yeah, I mean, he didn't do shit this week. Eight for 44, didn't get any receptions. That's one of the things that's just kind of tough. Like, I, I would buy low on him. I wouldn't overpay. And Kenny said just pure frustration. Yeah, that kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. All right. Let's see. All right. And uh, you know what? I got to go refill my water really quick. So let me... Uh, Let me see. Let's do. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I got a playmaker song uh, queued up here. Let me. Uh, so while I go refill my water, I'm going to play a song here. And, uh, and then we'll come back and then we'll get into the IDPs. And this is a Bogard Scott Free special. And this is. Uh, Oh, wait. Nope, not that one. Not that one. The Thibodeau. Dang it. I can't remember what 
video that was on. Because, nope, it totally wasn't the Aiden Hutchinson one. All right, let's see. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, let's see. Where the hell... Let's see. Hmm. Oh, here we go. All right, I found it. Here we go. It was on the Malik Willis uh, video. Here we go. Derek said, that's the intro song. Yep, for the Playmakers game. Plays every day. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right. Michael said, drop Damian Harris for Kenneth Walker on waivers. Yeah, because Damian Harris is going to be missing some time with that uh, that hammy. Drop Josh Reynolds for Jacoby. Yep, I would do that. And then drop Knox for Gino. Yes, to all three. Go ahead and lock those in. Yes, all great ads for this week get the waivers in on all those guys and yep kenny's on it yes yes and yes for sure and steven tyler said great my whole team is in the red for this week it'd be like that sometimes we gotta keep on grinding gotta keep on grinding and speaking of grinding we're getting into this idp so i appreciate you guys uh, sticking with the stream, you know, even if you're not playing in IDP leagues, uh, appreciate you guys because, uh, yeah, show some love, hit that like button. Um, and let me get the timestamp going. 
And don't forget, I do like an uploaded video, so it's gonna it's gonna be a video within the video. <coughs> what up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at ya. Oh yeah, another IDP video, a waiver wire video. This one is gonna be a little bit different because we're gonna talk about speculative ads, guys who have been you know on the uprise lately, and then we're gonna mention a few guys who have just been having a really great overall season. Who you might want to add more just for the play this week, but for the long haul as well. And we are live on YouTube, if you guys don't know. So shout out to everyone who's up in the chat live with us. We have our waiver wire show, waiver wire, wake and bake every single Tuesday, 8 a.m. West Coast time, 11 a.m. Eastern time. So make sure you're tapping in on that because we break down offense. We break down defense. We break down IDP. We got it all going for you. If you're in the chat right now and you got IDP questions, throw them in there. But let's try to keep it to IDP, at least for now. Appreciate you guys. And we'll talk about some uh, we'll talk about some week five, you know, guys, right off the bat. We're, I always start with the linebacker position. That's like the running backs of the defense. How about Damian Wilson over there for the Panthers? Middle linebacker. We love the middle linebackers, but he's been so blah. But comes out with 31 points in week five multiple uh, big plays. I mean, he had a big time sack, three tackles for losses, had the force fumble, but seven solo tackles. I mean, that's really what we want. Uh, I mean, he went up against San Francisco, heavy run team. So just a really great team to stream your linebackers against, especially the middle linebackers. And uh, he's, he's not even rostered, you know, in, in that many leagues. I mean, they st I still have him as 0% rostered in redraft league. So someone who is readily available at the linebacker spot. How about Bradley Chubb? Not really rostered in too many leagues. I mean, versus Indy was just a really great game uh, for the Broncos. Just, just all around for those guys going up against the Jags and Trevor's been giving up some sacks. He's been giving up some big plays in the backfield. So Bradley Chubb would be one of those guys. If um, you have, a, you play a bunch of linebackers, if you play on sleeper, you know, you can plug him in at your DL is well more of a cheat code at the DL than the linebacker position. But when you score 31 points in a week, you're going to be a tops at whatever position uh, you are going, uh, <coughs> you are playing for him. And let's see if Cole Holcomb, if he was dropped like in any of your leagues, cause he's rostered in 27% of redraft leagues. If you don't, if, if you play in a shallow IDP, he's probably not there. You play in a deeper IDP. Maybe he was dropped because he's kind of been so, so up until now. I mean, he's had a couple big games, but he comes in with a big boom, a big 28 pointer in this week. In uh, week five, uh, only, um, yeah, 26% rostered. It was on the strength of 11 solo tackles. Like, that's really what it's all about. And big-time run game that he went up against, or big-time run uh, running team in Tennessee that he went up against. But going up against Chicago, I feel like that's going to be a really good swooping start for sure. Let's see. Who are some other guys that we got over here? Well, how about just putting himself on the map? Tyrell Dotson on the on the Buffalo Bills with Tremaine Edmonds out. And uh, we love guys who are named Dotson, that's for sure. Well, obviously. If Tremaine Edmonds misses some more time, Tyrell Dotson is going to be a swoop and start. 26.7 solo tackles, and he got a sack in week five. 
he was he's not he hasn't been playing until now really just because Tremaine Edmonds missed he came in there and uh, and put himself on the map real quick all right for the the Tennessee Titans David Long Jr someone who I mean it seems like he's scoring double digits like every single week last week puts up around th- uh, 16 points uh, and then this week comes out with 26 points has himself a game looks like top six at the linebacker spot and really tied for top five. Uh, there's a hand. There's a couple people with 26 points. Someone who you got to be playing in a deeper league, but he's barely rostered. But if you need more linebacker help, he's been super, super solid. Let's see. What about uh, so Darius Harris? This is what's crazy. Is like we don't really know. We don't really know too much about this guy other than he's the linebacker. You know, for the Chiefs not really doing anything all year. And then in week three throws down, you know, 20 plus points gets a big fat goose egg in week four. But then this week coming back with 26 points on the strength of eight solo tackles. He had a sack as well. Uh, Just someone who, if you play in a deeper league, you better get him on your radar because a lot of teams are trying to run against, uh, against the chiefs trying to grind it and keep it away from Patrick Mahomes. So, they're linebackers. They're just going to be eating guys like him and Nick Bolton. I mean, they've just been handling business. Man, I was so excited about Jacob Phillips. And, and he comes out, throws up 25 points. Seven solos, has a sack too. Killing it, middle linebacker after Anthony Walker gets hurt. He just comes in there. But now they go out and they trade for Deion Jones. So it really sucks. I'm not sure how that affects his usage. If they move him, you know, um, to a different spot if they play Deion Jones at a different spot I'm curious how they're gonna do it but sucks because Jacob Phillips been so good um in the last three weeks uh ever since Anthony Walker got hurt and now I'm not even confident if we should play him moving forward and let's see oh Jermaine Pratt I mean going up against Baltimore this the writing was on the wall you know for this to just play him he ended up getting close to 10 um close to 10 combined tackles. And then he had the big time sack on Lamar Jackson. So Jermaine Pratt, he's been real solid. He he's been stepping it up. Logan Wilson has kind of been slacking over there, but Jermaine Pratt has been stepping it up. So deeper league ad for sure. Oh, Denzel Perryman. I was so been so pissed at Denzel Perryman over the last couple of weeks, uh, been hurt. And I mean, hasn't really been doing much but comes back down to biz comes back down and handles biz against the Kansas city chiefs, eight combined tackles and a sack. Finally, uh, we finally, we get a good game out of him. And then now he's about to be going on their bye week but hopefully he gets um, a little bit closer to 100%. Let's see. Um, oh, got to mention uh, Patrick queen. Because he's been doing really solid 20 points in two of the last uh, three weeks. And he's been balling. He's been handling biz. Has like seven combined tackles this past week. Uh, Has a pass deflection and an interception as well. Uh, Just handling biz. Hopefully we get more of this third-year breakout coming. He just stays, you know, on the incline. Only 14% rostered. So he may be there in these leagues. Matt Judon, if he's available and you can pick him up and throw him in as a defensive lineman because you play on sleeper, go ahead and do that. He's got at least 17 points over the last two weeks. He's got a sack, at least one sack 
in each of the last three weeks versus Detroit this past week. He had two sacks. He's just handling biz out there. You guys better be ready because I got a Matt Judon signed jersey just waiting in the tank right now to use for some uh, for some random uh, raffle. So maybe we'll be getting that kind of soon here too. And I know Bogey likes Isaiah Simmons coming to life, getting 21 points. Uh, he's been dropped in so many leagues, just dropped like crazy. Daniil Hunter. How about Daniil Hunter? I know you can play him as uh, on Yahoo. You can play him in as the DL or a linebacker getting his 20 plus points finally. And shout out to Jerome Baker, who's been doing solid. He had 30 points three weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago. Um, two weeks ago, he has 12 points this past week, 18 points. So he has been doing solid ever since week three, kind of before that kind of just slacking Michael Walker, someone who I've been beating the drum for forever. He's 41% rostered. So it's just been going up and up. So just an honorable mention that if he's still available, go pick him up because I dude just throws up 20 points like every week. I mean, two weeks ago, 19 last week, 18. Uh, so those are the only two games where he didn't scratch 20 points and he barely just missed it. <clears throat> All right. So those are some of the week, the guys who balled out in week five, but let's get to some guys who've been balling out for the season so far since we are five games in. And I mean, one thing that's crazy is Devin Lloyd. I mean, he's like one of the top IDP guys right now. I mean, he's not, not a waiver wire guy, but a rookie just coming in, killing it. And then Michael Walker, one, two, three, four, top five right now. Um, Zaire Franklin. Okay. So if, if, if Darius Leonard, if he misses more time, you got to pick up Zaire Franklin. I mean, he didn't have an amazing game this past week, only 17 points. So he didn't crack 20, but he's usually over 20 points. So Zaire Franklin, if he's available, get him on your radar. Let's see. Here are some other guys. Nick Bolton barely misses uh, the 30% threshold, uh, 31% rostered, but if he's available, definitely go pick him up. Uh, Frankie Louvu, he's going to be dropped in a bunch of places because he missed this week. It's crazy. Even missing a week, he's still like top 12 contention. Like right now, only 18% roster is probably going to be dropped a little bit more. Uh, Alex Highsmith. He didn't really have the best week in week five and week four. He only threw up like 13 points, but just someone who for the season, he's been killing it and he's, he's bound to swing this back around as well. Uh, Alex Anzalone, he, he might get dropped because of their bye week this week, uh, linebacker for Detroit. He's been balling dude. Like he rarely goes below 15 points in IDP one, two, three. So having himself a season, he's in the top 25 for linebackers through five games. Uh, Matt Milano, if he's available somehow still in your leagues, go pick him up. Rashawn Gary for Green Bay. If he's somehow available, uh, go pick him up. He had a bad week in week five. So maybe he gets dropped in a few leagues. Drew Tranquil had an off week in week five, but he has been so solid for the Chargers um, this season. And someone get him on your radar if you're in a deeper league for sure. Bobby O'Carrot Cake, a.k.a. Bobby Okariki. Definitely get him on your radar right inside the top 25, only 22% rostered. 
really dope, dude. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I went through the season long to see because there, there's a couple other guys who maybe they didn't ball out in week five, and we might be forgetting about them. But for the season, they've just been killing the game. And those are your linebacker waiver wire ads for week six. And we're going to be moving on to the defensive linemen in a few. All right, there we go. Done with the linebackers. So, uh, yeah, we always have a little bit of, uh, I, I always take a little break in between those and I'll just, I'll chop up those videos and splice them up together. Let's see what questions we got in here now. The Joker said, morning, wake and bake. Who do I start? Oh, man, come on. I don't want to do start sick questions this early, Joker, but I got you. But it's still Tuesday. We got to be, we should be focused on waivers right now. And I said, flex David Montgomery or Jeff Wilson Jr. I have Ramondre plugged into my RB1 slot. Ooh, man. I'm going to say for right now, I'm going to say Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah. That's just for right now. Things may change, though. And Mike said, would you drop Max Crosby to pick up Hightower uh, during the bye week for IDP flex? Um, which Hightower are we talking about? John Hightower, huh? No. Uh, which, which Hightower are you talking about? I'm not sure. Not sure which Hightower you're talking about. All right. But um, I mean, Max Crosby just had a good week, you know? I mean, I know they got their bye week right now, but he's had his two sacks on my homies, even though they lost. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to do the same thing for the DLs and the DBs. So we're going to... We're going to talk about guys who need to be on the radar because they balled the fuck out in week five. And then we're going to talk about guys who need to be on the radar because they've been balling for the season as well. Five weeks in. Hightower from Pittsburgh. Dude, I, High Smith. Is that what you're talking about? High, um, or not, not High Smith. Um, yeah, Highsmith, right? Alex Highsmith? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, if you're talking about Alex Highsmith, um, I would. Yeah. Messing me up, Michael's like, who is High Tower? Like, I know I'm high, but I'm not that high. All right. Oh, yeah. And Jake said, hey, if anyone is new, the Joe Mixon jersey giveaway uh, on October 31st. Sign up, become a member, get your name in the raffle. Let's go. And uh, perfect time to pull it out and show it off. Let's go. Got the certificate of authenticity in there. It is from our boys at Pristine Auction. One day, Pristine Auction. Will give us money. Until then, we'll just keep buying the jerseys from there. And this one was not cheap. Trust me. Um, <clears throat> I usually try to keep it cost effective. 
you know, with uh, with the jerseys. But uh, this one, I mean, it was uh, it's the most expensive jersey to date that I bought from Pristine Auction. Most expensive jersey to date. And there you go. Mike said, laugh my ass off. Yeah, hi, Smith. My bad. <laughs> well, it's all good. We figured it out. And yes, I would drop Crosby for uh, for Highsmith, for sure. Especially, I mean, I'm assuming that you don't have like extra space in uh, whatever league you're talking about. All right. And Steven Tyler, would you go Jimmy G or Pesos to stream this week? Jimmy G. Both good matchups. Let me see who on paper is a better matchup. Falcons. I mean, Falcons. I mean, it's only one week where they didn't give up a top 12. Same with Baltimore. Baltimore's uh they've given up more points to the QB than uh, everyone except the Raiders. They're giving up more points uh to the QB than Detroit. And Stale Porkchop says, does feeding the jukebox count in the raffles? If it's above $5 or more, it does. You got the, there is a $5 threshold for the, um, <coughs> there's a $5 threshold for the super chats. So it goes in increments of five. Um, everyone who, who does five, it's an extra entry. Everyone who does 10, two extra entries. So that's why you see Crispy usually doing the five. But um, now you know for the future. I, I know I've said that before, but I guess I should clarify that. Yeah, and Gabe Davis. Oh, yeah, killing it. And Steven Tyler, I will play without a kicker before I drop Carlson. <laughs> He's been pretty good, right? All right, let's smoke this bowl, and then we're going to get into the D-line. I'm doing this on Yahoo, so I don't have all the sleeper uh, D-linemen. All right. <coughs> okay, and stale pork top said I missed it. Good to know. <coughs> and um I mean the way that you get the most entries uh for the cheapest because the subscriptions, I mean, I want people to be subscribed and be on the subscriptions, whether that's Patreon, you know, you go to 420crew.org, you sign up on the $5 tier, five entries, $10 tier, 10 entries, $15 tier, 15 entries, $25 tier, 25 entries, $50 tier, 50 entries into every raffle. So the subscriptions is where it's at. Um, the, the super chats and all that, that just adds on to the to your base entries so patreon 420crew.org do that everyone now youtube signing up as a youtube member the link is in the live chat you sign up for the three dollar tier three entries the five dollar tier five entries the ten dollar tier ten entries the 20 uh the fifty dollar tier 50 entries into it so that's that's what you want to do is, is get those memberships going and then the last one if you go to twitch you can use your amazon prime account to get a free uh twitch subscription you don't even have to pay you sign up that's five entries right there i'm putting the link in the chat 
And then if you're subscribed on all three of those, then you get an extra five or 10 or whatever level you're at. If you're at the five or tens, whatever the average is, then you get an extra five or 10 entries for being a triple crown supporter as well. Another way. How about underdog? You guys like playing best ball? You guys like playing a weekly best ball? Go get your fix. I'm going to put the link for underdog in the chat right now. Sign up on underdog. Use the link and the promo code hustler. You get 10 entries for depositing $10 and they're going to match your $10 as well. They'll match you all the way up to a hundred. So that's another way that you could get some entries as well. And uh, I'll shout out some other ways that you could get entries after we do the, uh, the D lineman here, but I want everyone to get as many entries as possible. I got a huge ass spreadsheet with everyone's entries. And last, last month for the, the Michael Vick ball, we had thousands of entries. The Joe Mixon, we've already had, uh, I feel like way more super chats, way more gifted memberships. Yeah. You can gift a membership on YouTube. You gift a $5 membership, you get 10 entries. That's what it's all about. Showing love and helping building these communities. Because that's what all that's what I do this for. I do this for the community. I do it for all of you guys. Okay. Let's see. All right. Let's move it on down to the D-lineman. Oh, yeah. And uh, and actually, you know, we'll do this first. Iconic Thug, what up? With the super chat. Let me get that uh, Let me get that $5 super chat entered into the, uh, <coughs> into the Joe Mixon raffle. Should I trade Cortland Sutton and Devin Singletary for Kenneth Walker and Chris Olave? I would. Yeah, I would want to bring back Kenneth Walker and Chris Olave. I'm all about that. Yes, yes, and yes. I mean, that is, of course, if they will do it. All right. Good looking on the super chat, homie. All right. Now, let's jump over to uh, the D-lineman. And, uh, okay, well, actually, I guess I'll restart that. I want to answer Jake's question. He said, hey, I was on Twitch. I have Amazon Prime, but it still says I have to add a $5 subscription. Does it only work on the PC? No, it should work on the on the app also. You logged into your Amazon Prime. Like, you have to log into your Twitch account. And then you have to log into your Amazon Prime account. And then when you go to subscribe, it should give you an option to use your Amazon Prime subscription. And as long as you're using the Prime subscription, it's not gonna it's not gonna charge you the uh, it's not gonna charge you five the extra five dollars. Niner said Kelsey is the third ranked wide receiver on the year. He is compared to only Cup and Jefferson and Diggs. Hell yeah, Kelsey's the man. That's why we draft him early and why we do not trade him away ever. All right. 
Now, let's jump over to these defensive linemen. Here we go. And we'll start off with some week five uh, guys who just killed it. And we got to start off with guys like DeForest Buckner, only rostered in 17% of leagues. And he hasn't really been doing anything this entire year. Finally, though, has a decent matchup going up against the Broncos and just destroys it. Eight, Eight total tackles and two sacks. And I think that is a trend that is going to continue. Jaguars, they aren't that good at defending Trevor. So DeForest Buckner, definitely a swoop and start for this week. Montez Sweat, he's been doing like really trash for the season. Comes out, has two big time sacks against Tennessee. Tennessee is just a great team to stream your linemen against. But you know who else is a great team to stream your linemen against? The Chicago Bears, and that's who they're going up against this week on Thursday night. So I think Montez Sweat is a swoop and start. And those defensive linemen, I mean, they're kind of tough. This is like the tight end of the uh, defensive position. So we're really looking for guys who, you know, if you're not playing in a super, super deep league, you're looking for guys that you could stream in decent matchups. And... Man, Zach Allen, I mean, two weeks in a row, he's putting up 25-plus points. He's gotten a sack in each of those games, put up at least six total tackles in each of those games. Going up against the Seahawks, I mean, Geno, he's not really protected super well. I mean, he's protected well enough to get the ball out, but he's going to take a couple sacks on the game. He always does. <coughs> and Zach Allen is readily available in uh, in your IDP leagues. Daniil Hunter, if he was dropped in any of your IDP leagues, I would say make sure you go uh, give a look and and potentially pick up. Uh, Let's see, who are they going up against this week? Actually, uh, going up against the Dolphins and uh, probably another third-string quarterback again. Gave up some sacks last week. So, yeah, if he is available, because he might not be, he's rostered in 26% of leagues. Let's see. Who are some other guys? Cam Jordan, uh, if he's still available, you know, because he is rostered in 28% of leagues, but someone who has just been killing the game with the sacks, uh, at least in the last three games, at least a half a sack in each of those games. Had a a sack and a half this past week. Jeffrey Simmons as well. The Tennessee Titans defense is in shambles. They are all hurt except for Jeffrey Simmons. And uh, let's see, who do they? Oh, dang, do they even play this week? Oh, nope, they don't even play this week. So he's not a swooping start, but definitely someone you better get on your radar. That is for sure. And uh, he's probably going to be dropped in, um, probably going to be dropped a lot this week since they're on the bye. Let's see. Ooh, all right. DJ Jones talked about him last week. This week he comes back. He had 18 points in week four and then uh, 17 points in week five. So just back-to-back games where he's handling Suffa. He had a sack in each of those games. And then who do they play? They play the Chargers. The Chargers have not been protecting Herbert that well. So yeah, DJ Jones swoop and start right there. If you play multiple linemen or just in a deep league. And another guy who we mentioned last week, how about Dexter Lawrence? I mean, still, I don't even think the needle got moved on. uh, Well, actually, both of these guys were 0% rostered last week, and now they're 1% rostered this week. So the needle got moved like just a little cut here, you know. 
But uh, Dexter Lawrence, 21 points last week, 17 points this week, two sacks last week, one sack this week when he went up against Aaron Rodgers. And let's see, go up against the Ravens. You know, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, as much as he runs, as long as he holds the ball, he's susceptible to sacks. So, yeah, Dexter Lawrence, if you're deep diving, uh, swoop and start for sure there. And how about Derek Brown? I know we mentioned him a couple weeks ago uh, when he went up against the Saints and he threw down 16 points, uh, threw down another 16 points this week, kind of an off week against Arizona. And they're going up against the Rams. You know, they're going to be running in a bunch. And Stafford, he definitely takes sacks. So, yeah, Derek Brown, if you're deep diving, there's a name to throw on your radar. Let's see. Who else we got here who's not just like a flash in the pan? for one week oh well you know what Cause just because i could finally mention him logan hall so he had a sack in week three had a sack this week as well in week five <coughs> had three solo tackles as well he's just getting more playing time and uh, someone who i was super excited on as an idp rookie so it is nice to be able to at least mention him on a waiver wire show even though we're probably not picking him up but uh, it is nice that he's uh, doing, he's handling suffer and triple X Lex in the house. What up, bro? Let's see. Ah, man. Yannick Ngakwe. I mean, he's been dropped in a bunch of places. So, you know, potential pickup going up against the, uh, the Jags. Yeah, I think those, yeah, th- those are the top guys and guys who we've mentioned multiple weeks now. And, you know, the, the, the needle's being moved very, very little. So they're probably still available in your leagues. And let's go to some season totals now for some guys who still might be available. So Brian Burns, he's been so hit or miss. I mean, he's only 27% rostered, had a decent week in week five, had a boss week in week four. But he's uh, he's top four at the position right now, uh, if we're not including, like, linebackers. And... Yeah, he could be doing a lot worse. Um, oh, Demarcus Lawrence. All right, so he has uh, has a decent week in week five. I mean, his big week was week three where he had like the three sacks and a whole bunch of stuff was going down. But he is still, he's top five on the season right now. 23% rostered. And let's see, Dietrich Wise, he's been a little bit hit or miss, but someone who is at the top of the season rankings based on points right now. He's kind of, it's either like he goes off for a big game or he has a single digit game. So he's going to have to play the matchups on him uh, very particularly. And this week they're going up against the Browns. I mean, Jacoby's not really taking that many sacks. Like their line is pretty good over there. So I don't know if Wise is going to be a swooping start this week. Uh, Jonathan Allen had an off week in week five, but against Tennessee, I mean, Tennessee's line really isn't given up. Uh, that much to the defensive lineman um, over the last couple weeks. So, you know, he was balling, but he is like top seven or eight at the position. Let's see Greg Russo. So he's a uh, 31% rostered. He's probably going to get dropped, you know, after this Pittsburgh week, we, uh, I, I just feel like he's going to get back down to biz going up against the chiefs. I know Mahomes doesn't take a lot of sacks, but he took a few. Their line isn't amazing. They didn't do an amazing job of protecting him uh, yesterday. Uh, Grady Jarrett, 
talked about him over the last few weeks. Had an off week in week five, but going up against the Bucks kind of is what it is. Brady didn't take a bunch of sacks in uh, in this game, but they're going up against San Francisco. Jimmy doesn't necessarily take a bunch of sacks either, but not afraid of that matchup. Uh, Josh Allen for the Jaguars. He's kind of been like one week on, one week off. He had his off week in week five, so maybe in week six, you know, is a week where he goes and uh, and does something. They're going up against the Colts. Matt Ryan has been taking some sacks. Let's see. Any other guys worth mentioning here? Dorrance Armstrong for the Cowboys. Had a couple good weeks, a couple sacks. Uh, one sack in week three, another sack in week five. I mean, this is deep diving, you know, maybe even dynasty status deep diving at this point. And uh, Quiddy Pay, I want to see if he's hurt. He had a good week against Tennessee, and then he gets hurt in the Denver game. He might be droppable in redraft leagues now. And you know what? For the defensive linemen, we're going to call it quits right there. And uh, hopefully you're able to get some of these guys. Um, I, I know we were deep diving for some of these, so I'm glad I could put some of these guys on your radars. We're going to be coming back with the DBs very shortly. All right. Chop. There we go. All right. So we got the DBs to do. And then we're done. Let's see what questions we got in here. And uh, we lost a bunch of people because we're talking IDP now. So a bunch of people, uh bunch of people took off. Appreciate you guys hanging out, whoever's in here. If you're up in the chat still, throw in a comment. So I can shout you guys out. If you've been hanging out for 100% of the show, throw in the 100 emoji in there. And uh, Steven Tyler said, I've been Bogart. Bogart in the 49ers, the Bills, and the Bucks defenses with these uh, with these buys. I don't know if I'll be able to hold them all. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is when the bye weeks start kicking in heavy. Well, I mean, this is when they just start kicking in, but kicks in with four teams. Uh, right off the bat, and then we got two next week, then four, and then six, and yeah, it is going to be tough. And Antonio's been here for a hundred percent of the time. M Doggy in here a hundred percent of the time, and uh, stale pork chop. There we go. Appreciate you. And uh, Mike, you the man, you the man. And Jake, what up? He said I moved over to Twitch, still trying to figure out the free sub one hundred. So let me see. I know that we talked about this the other day. Let me see if I can uh, just get to my, like, my normal. Yeah, see, it's tough because Twitch just throws me into, like, the creator, like, account side of things. Yeah, see, it's tough. Um, But I remember someone, someone said it last time that uh, that you connect your Amazon account. You connect your Amazon account, so you got to go to the profile, and then you sign in. Oh, he said, I linked my accounts already. Okay. And uh, so, dang, on the subscription, when you hit subscribe, it doesn't give you the option to uh, to use the Amazon Prime um, subscription there. Because that's what uh, I do remember seeing that, because I did sign in. I I signed in on the desktop to see it, and it... um, and that's what it uh and that's what it had there it had uh, amazon and it had yeah 
So may I mean maybe it is just on the desktop that is easier. I'm not uh let me see. I'm even gonna see if it'll let me because I know I don't even I don't even think I've used the free sub on uh on my Amazon account. But I wonder because I was uh Tells me my Prime subscription will be available on October 15th. Huh. I wonder why. That's in a couple days, though. But I wonder why. It's kind of weird. All right. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Let's link this up now. Oh, I used mine last month. You get one free sub per month. Okay, cool. Okay, so that makes sense. That makes sense. I like it because uh, I, I'm going to check right now because um, one thing that's pretty cool is every Amazon account you can actually add on um, like multiple like people to that account. So I'm curious if it will, uh, if it'll allow me to use my, like my own Amazon prime to subscribe, like and do like a secondary. No, I got, I, I might have to sign up with a different Twitch account to be able to do it and link my Amazon prime there. Yeah, but that's what I'm going to figure out. Because, yeah, like my mom has an Amazon Prime. And, yeah, if it's just like literally going in and resubscribing like every single month, I think I got to handle that because uh, that's free money every single month. You got Amazon Prime, right, Bogey? You're goddamn right. You know how much shit we fucking order in the mail? <laughs> And uh man, I had I had Prime for hella years before I even knew they had shows on that motherfucker. Yep. So There's yeah, a bunch, we're a bunch of shows I always say I'm gonna watch and I don't ever watch nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna get you and Spencer on it because Spencer said he's been kind of lazy and didn't do it either. But uh getting over to Twitch and then using your prime subscription on me, so it uh, just gives me free money, you know, every single oh shit. Someone just it's funny, I was just going through man, I had to go through some security shit. Somebody's Signed up to, to full vote using my email or some shit. What the fuck? I, I first person I thought I was like, oh, it's probably Huss. <laughs> I was like, but well, Huss would have asked me, you know what I mean? That's like <laughs> one of those lines you just, you know what I mean? You gotta ask somebody. Yep. And because like, uh, you're the only person in the entire world I know that uses that shit. What? Only person that uses Fubo? I don't know nobody, but I don't even use Prime. So who the fuck am I gonna know? <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I got like yeah, probably like fifty emails. So it's really the hard part for the Fubo <coughs> is keeping up with the uh, with the different because you got to keep using different cards for that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean for all our all our channels and stuff, like all those got separate emails. So yeah, I got so many. Next year, who knows though? 
But yeah, thanks for letting me know about that double OM because I uh, use mine last month and you get a free sub uh, once per month. So that is pretty cool. So it's going to run out every single month and they just have to remember to go uh, to literally just go click the button again. Oh, that's cool. They, they let you do the free sub every month. That's fucking dope. Yeah, because he said that. So he, he did it last month on September 15th and he said it's not available until October 15th. But yeah, so every month, literally like... As long as you guys do that, that's extra entries into every single giveaway, five entries uh, for free, just remembering to go in and click that button. And uh, Stale Pork Chop said the problem with Twitch uh, subs is that the streamers only get two or three bucks per sub. That's how, that's how it is per YouTube as well. And I said the best way to support a streamer is by the bits or the straight, oh, or the straight donation. I need, or, well, are you talking about like the cash app or something? Um, I definitely need to learn more about Twitch and the best ways to kind of monetize there. Cause all I really know about is the subscriptions. I know the highlighted chats, but I'm super, uh, yeah, super interested in uh, other ways that you can monetize the Twitch. So yeah, let me know about that stale pork chop. Uh, super, super interested in, uh, in learning about that. All right, and we're going to be getting into the DBs here in uh, in a second. Smoking a bowl. Who are any? Uh, who are who are some uh, some IDP guys that you're happy that you picked up over the last couple couple weeks, or maybe some guys who are on your radar now? Um, I mean, you know, Anzalone, uh, no baloney. No phony is what I'm calling him. Um, uh, his bro, his cousin over there, Rodriguez, aka Rodrigo. Um, so I just, you know, just really hone, trying to hone in on the shitty defense star linebackers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fr- uh, Frankie Lou, even though he got hurt. Uh, I mean, uh, Franklin, uh, dude that that been placing. Uh, what's his face? Leonard. Leonard. Um, Shaquille, apparently. Uh, who else, yeah. man? Uh, and then just like you know, just tell tell a funga, bro. Who funga just been? He been he just been killing it, bro. He ain't, I mean, he just somebody I just I I just just aware of because I'm a Niner fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seen him, seen him at training camp last year, go crazy. You know what I mean? <clears throat> just like you had to watch out for the kids. You know what I mean? And you know what's crazy is like even in this 32 team league, all these guys who we're talking about in waivers, they were available in our 32 team league. And like guys like Hufunga, I got him on the squad. Guys like Michael Walker, I got him on the squad. You know, and those guys are just like, man, it doesn't matter how deep a league you play in, you must go check for these guys. Cause these are guys who people don't even fucking know exist. And we're putting them on your radar. Like, nobody knew who the fuck uh, Kaiser White was in 2020 when I put him on everyone's radar because it was uh, he was listed as a DB and sleeper, but then they put him in as a middle linebacker, you know, um, like in real life. So he just ended up killing it and being like a trick code. Yeah, Marco said Diablo was a great pickup for me. Hell yeah. Has he been all right? He's been solid. 
okay, I just don't have any Divine Diablo, so I couldn't tell you. And he ain't been like placed. He ain't been like no top ten guy. Like you know what I mean? Well, see, here's the thing though. But he's still he's never dropped below double digit points. His he's had a twenty point game, and other than that, he's been right in between eleven and sixteen points. So he's been okay, like then he, then he's a guy. Yeah, he's yeah, a guy. Hella serviceable. He's not a top end guy. But definitely like an LB two, you know. Like what did he do? What did he do this past week? What did he do last night? <laughs> Sixteen points and ten okay. total tackles, and that's with Denzel Perry. Wait, I was just about to say that's why I wanted. Two. That's why I wanted to know because I know Perryman's been back for the last two weeks. And shit, he says he's listed as a DB in uh, in his league. So there you go. That's even like a cheat code, like right there. What platform is it on? Because on sleeper, he's uh, he's a linebacker downstairs. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> You tell me what you want. You don't cry because then I'm just going to not hear that, right? You and your sister this morning is killing me. Yeah. What is it? Which one do you want, dude? All you have to do is tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Daddy's like, I don't like that, bro. I don't speak crying. You know what I mean? I don't speak that language, bro. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. That's you how can't see this that shit that his mom no never. That's why, you know what's funny is like his mom. She don't never know how to deal with, with none of them, bro. So she just give them what they want so to leave her alone. You know what I mean? Which directly fucks up my parenting because, you know, I'm, I got to let them know the world don't give you everything you cry for. And I am the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm Hell so yeah. serious. You know what I mean? People want people, people want to leave that, that part of parenting out. You know what I mean? You got to be. I'm not here to be their friend for real. You know what I mean? I'm the you know, I'm their dad. You gotta let them know. You know what I mean? I don't yep. like this fun parent shit. <laughs> yep. Those are the kids that put the kids in timeout and, the, and then the kids kill them down the road. You know what I mean? You <laughs> feel me? Shout out to all the white people that raised all the serial killers we all know and love. <laughs> and then it's funny because then it's the white folks that idolize the serial killers when they get infamous. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's funny, bro. Oh man. All right. And uh, let me see. Who else threw some questions in? And uh, Hollywood says Zach Pascal could be a sneaky pickup for six months. Fuck no. Who's he even play for right now? <laughs> with the Eagles. Oh, yeah, with Philly. He's a system. He just knows the system. He, you know, he, he, he's been with Sirianni since Sirianni was with the Colts. I mean. See, okay, I want to hear a lot. You know, I love takes like that. I don't like takes like that when they go, see, watch, I'm telling you. you oh, wait, hold on, hold on. He said Josh. Like, I couldn't even tell hold you on. He said Josh Pascal. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let me see. That's a horse of a different color right there. Yeah, hell yeah. That was your fault. You always yeah. get <laughs> so, I was about to go in on, I was going in on Hollywood. What the fuck is this Zach Pascal nonsense? Yeah, Lion, Lions defensive end. Okay. And uh, so he might be. So he was on the pup. I mean, um. Yeah, I mean, maybe in a dynasty league or something for redraft. I'm not gonna unless I plan a like a hella hell. Yeah, I got one for you. If you want, if you want an edge rusher that we might be able to look at starting to get in the rotation a little bit, or even just someone if an injury happens. Look at Zach Carter from from the Bengals. His snaps have been going up. If anything happens to Hubbard and or um, uh, Henriksen, and he's the guy that actually fills in whenever those guys get spilled, which is rare. I'm just saying, like, this other guy coming off the pup, I'm, I don't want a pass rusher on a team that everyone runs on. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, when are they going to get – I mean, I guess they are the highest scoring offense in the game right now, quote, unquote. 
I mean, yeah, maybe those things changed after yesterday because they didn't really have the best week in week five. I mean, you know, that's when, when Belichick puts tape out on you, you know what I mean? People are going to copy it. So, I mean, hope, hopefully it's okay for our, uh, you know, our Amon Ross St. Browns and Hawkinson's. And yeah, I mean, hell no, they're not the highest scoring team. They just put up a zero. <laughs> well, I'm talking about on the year. That's why I did the quote unquote. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but now I mean we, on the year going up until until they got into New England. Yeah. I told everybody that was gonna happen. I told yeah. everybody. Because now the Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Bills overtook them. The Eagles almost passed them. They're mm-hmm. hella close. And so crazy because the Eagles defense they've been contributing to. It's like so, you know what I mean? Like the five and zero is it's because they're a complete team, not because they are they're just over over the top on one side, you know what I mean? Right. Like the Bills, like there's, you know, I mean, um, I think their defense is great, but the fact that their offense runs it up lets their defense do what they want to do. Otherwise, you know, I mean, they'll struggle like against, you know, the Dolphins or against the Ravens, and you know what I mean? Right, definitely. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, I, uh, and Steven Tyler said five and zero in my league of record. Well, there you go. There you go. A great start. A great start. You gonna pick? You gonna pick one, dude, or what? I don't know which one you want. All right. Let's see. All right. Well, you know what? Let me get this last DB uh, section going. Probably take me like ten minutes, and then, uh, yeah, we'll we'll finish it off with uh, whatever you want to talk about before we get out of here. Yeah, I'll, I'll be back. Sounds good. Fant or Daniel Bellinger? Ooh, we'll save that one uh, when, until Bogey gets back. And uh, Steven Tyler, any word on uh, on Olave? Um, nothing yet. Nothing yet. But uh, the, these concussion guys, it's going to be really tough for them um, because of these new protocols and stuff. I really think that some of these guys may not even play, you know, the week after. Uh, they, they changed around a bunch of these protocols. Oh shit! Hold on. I had to say, I just wanted to, I wanted to hear you say Bellinger. <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing no offense. Like yes, ever. thank you. So. And Bellinger is a guy. That's how bad tight ends are. You know what I mean? Bellinger's yep. actually a guy. It's literally, it's literally Darius Slayton and then Bellinger, and those guys don't come until after Saquon, but. I mean, shit, bro. It's been it's been startable. You know what I mean? Actually, versus the Ravens, they're giving up uh, points to the tight end, so it's not a matchup that scares me. Yeah, yeah. It's ugly. Look at that. We're growing together. <laughs> so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> right when I was clicking, I was like, "Oh shit!" Let me get back in there. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. All right, and Fidel Castro says he's five and zero too. I like it. I like it. And Mike, drop Elijah Moore uh, for DJ Moore in redraft. Eh, I mean, both have kind of been whatever. Not really excited to go out and grab either one of them. All right. Mark the timestamp. All right. Last position of the video. We're going to the defensive backs. These are kind of like the equivalent of the wide receivers on the offense, I feel. And how about we start off with some guys who we've been mentioning 
But now we got to see it. How about Deshaun Elliott? Let's start there. Back-to-back killer weeks, 20 points last week, 36 points this week. As soon as Tracy Walker went out, he was the guy that we said was going to get plugged in. So hopefully you listened. If not, he's only 5% rostered. So go pick him up, Deshaun Elliott. I know that he's on his bye this week, but he's going to be worth picking up. Trust me. And even if you wait until next week, just remember to do it. Like you got to mark it down because I'll – you got to do it. He's just been that good. All right. How about Mr. CJ Garner Johnson? It's kind of been a little hit or miss, but as much as people are throwing on the Eagles, I feel like he needs to at least be on the radar. 10 solo tackles this past week, 31 points. Who are they going up against this week? Going up against, uh, going up against Cowboys. Come on. Let's get it going. CJ Gardner Johnson. Who else we got here? Ooh, Byron Murphy Jr. Man, he's had a few off weeks, but this dude has so much potential. He finally has a big game, 28.7 solo tackles. We got to just be looking for the teams that are going to be throwing it a bunch. And Seattle, they're going to be a team that's throwing it a bunch. So whether it's DK, whether it is Tyler Lockett, either way, he's going to be covering one of them. Got to like this. Got to love this matchup. Right. How about Desmond King? Um, it, it sucks that they're going they're going on by, um, on by this week, but two out of the last four weeks, crazy, crazy production has almost twenty eight points in this past week. Just someone got to get on your radar, add them to your watch list or something. Let's see. Ooh, and uh, I wonder. And uh, where was it? Silly white boy was talking about Stearns and uh, Stearns coming in. And uh, the safety for the Broncos, killing it in the absence of um, of what's his name in uh, Justin Simmons' absent, damn near twenty eight points in this past week, and then going up against the Chargers this week, gonna be a nice matchup for him as well. Not, I mean, rostered in zero percent of redraft leagues, so very, very available. Probably more, even more of a, a dynasty guy than. Um, then redraft is probably just going to be way more available there. Let's see. Who else are some guys that we got to get on your radar? I mean, guys like Stingley, uh, Kyer Elam, you know, the rookie cornerbacks, they've been doing really solid, but I don't really want to chase the, um, I don't want to chase the interceptions. How about Rodney Thomas? For the Colts. I mean, they, they've just, a lot of things have changed in their secondary. And one of the safeties over there, 22 points this past week. Get him on your radar. How about, um, I, I don't really, I mean, we're mentioning cornerbacks a bunch. I mean, if you're on a team that you just get thrown on like crazy, like the Vikings, you got to be looking up. You got to be looking out for, uh, you got to be looking out for these cornerbacks and Cameron Dantzler. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he's had two 20 plus point games in the past two weeks, 15 points a week before that is awesome. We, we just got to rock with it. All right. Yeah. And Jake, you the man getting, uh, getting subbed up over on Twitch. You the man, bro. Oh, he said he had to do it on the PC version. That sucks. Okay, but at least we know now. 
And he said, what the fuck I got <laughs> now I had to make two different accounts, but this one works. Well, there you go. I appreciate you, bro, for getting it going. And uh, shout out to you, homie. Shout out to you. All right. Let's see. Any other DBs worth mentioning? Alahi Gilman for the Chargers, 20 points. This week, if anyone was, uh, you know, if anyone is just struggling at the safety position, if, if any one of those guys misses time over there, he's going to be a solid uh, fill-in. And Double OM said, if I was to start creating underdog or DraftKings contest, would you or any of the viewers be interested? Let's keep it on underdog. And because uh, I, I am, I was going to try to get someone to start creating these contests because I can't create them. Cause I'm in Vegas. So it just sucks. Like, I mean, there'll be times when I'm going to be outside of Nevada, but for the most part, just right now I'm kind of stuck with it, but let's stick to underdog and we'll get some people over there playing. We'll try to get bogey, you know, in their plan. We'll try to get Antonio and some other people going in these contests as well. Cause the best thing about underdogs is getting to draft weekly. Like that's the cool thing about it. And you demand, Jake. He said, I got you, Huss, though. Appreciate you, homie. Appreciate you. Because that was a lot of work, and I know a lot of people would have stopped. So I appreciate you working all the way through it. There we go. And double OMS, I enjoyed it. Almost addicted. I know, man. It is super, super addicting. And Antonio said, I'm down with underdog. I think I got a hundred and something in there right now. Yeah, we got to get everyone on underdog. And uh, use our promo code as well. Don't just go sign up because... Using our promo code, you're supporting the channel, you're helping us get money, and you're getting the free money that they're going to give you anyways. So just make sure you support the channel. The link is in the chat. And use the promo code HUSTLER. All right. And Mike Alexander, I got offered Lockett, Garrett Wilson, Kittle for Amon Ra. Should I take it? Um, If your team is in shambles, um, that's not too bad because that, that's a really overpay on a three-for-one, and I do like Lockett. I do like Garrett Wilson and Kittle. I mean, he's probably bound to bounce back. Boom, double OMs. I'm going to sign up my old man using your code. And you got to deposit at least 10 bucks. That's it. Must be a minimum of $10 deposit. Uh, so everyone, just a reminder, don't use the code and everything if you're not going to deposit money. Just wait until you deposit money, at least 10 bucks. And then uh, we get credit for the sign up. You get your free $10 as well. And uh, yeah, it's really, I mean, then we're just getting more and more people in. Appreciate you, double OM, because the shit is super fun. We just got to get more people doing it. All right. Okay. And Jake said this ESPN plus league uh, opt out next year and come on here. So dumb. He can't trade. Ah, man. Yeah. I mean, could be best ball. Um, or, well, I mean, I mean, best ball, you can't trade, but, uh, all right, here we go. Let's get back to these DBs. I gotta, I gotta have to cut that a little bit. Get back to these DBs over here. 
and Von Bell. He's been killing it these last couple weeks. I've been mentioning him like every single week for the last three or four weeks. 16% rostered. Definitely get him out there and get him on your squad if he's available. Uh, Kyle Duggar coming back to life uh, with the scoop and score. Got like 20 points. And if anyone misses time over there, he's just someone who's going to be getting uh, just a lot more volume over there as far as playing time. And let's see. Brandon Jones been a little bit hit or miss, but it's like almost every other week he's kind of been hitting. Uh, Hit this past week uh, for 22 points. Killing it. And that's going to be it for guys like uh, just getting on your radar. Like as of now, let's talk about some season guys for the DBs. And damn, how about Legereus Sneed, who's just at the top of all DB scoring right now. And right below that, Hufunga, man, put him on your radar like week one. He's 34% rostered right now, but just shout out to him. Marcus Williams, another guy we put on your roster, top three. Uh, How about Eddie Jackson, top four right now? Um, Usually just really, really solid weeks. He's only 19% rostered, so if he's somehow available, go swoop. Von Bell, Swoop. Um, Jalen Pitry, the safety over there for Houston. I mean, he's having a bye week this week, but, man, he is at the tops of the of the DB chart, so getting him out there. Uh, Donovan Wilson, only 20% rostered. If he's available because uh, he had a couple kind of off weeks, go ahead and pick him up for sure. Mike Edwards, still only 29% rostered. He had an off week in week five, but uh, the two weeks before that was just killing it. And even though he was killing it with the interceptions in one game, he was killing it with the tackles for two games in a row. So I do think he does bounce back with that. Uh, Jonathan Owens, another safety for the Texans. Yeah, he kind of, he hasn't fizzled out. He's kind of been, you know, downgrading a little bit just because of the, their cornerback plays a little bit better. He still only had like one single digit game this entire season. So if he's available because he had a couple off weeks, go pick him up. Uh, Jalen Thompson, um, guys just very, very solid. Usually around the 15 to 20 point range, uh, only 20% rostered. So if he's somehow available, go swoop. Jalen Ramsey, it's crazy because for the longest time, he was not a good play for fantasy IDP, but he's been solid over the past, uh, well, really since last year is when he came on, been even more solid. And he's just continuing this year. He's been super solid all year. And ooh, how about Richie Grant cracking the top 25 for the season? He's always right around the, uh, let's say, 13 to 18 point range. He's had a couple games over 20 points as well. Richie Grant. I put him on your radar last year. If you're in Dynasty and you got him, um, he's uh, he's paying off one year later. Didn't really play last year at all. All right. And how about Julian Love as well? Um, I, I know he did get uh, – I know he got hurt. Um, I, I know he got hurt, but, we'll, I mean, 18 points in two of the last three games, so – just someone, if he's available, definitely a swoop. And all those guys are guys in the top 25 who I just mentioned right now who are still available in uh, in a lot of these leagues. So, yeah, make sure you are going out there and making moves. For everyone who is watching on the replay, I appreciate you guys 
watching and chiming in for everyone watching on the live chat don't worry the show is not ending but i appreciate you guys if you haven't subscribed make sure you subscribe right now don't forget about becoming a member on youtube so you get entries into the joe mixon signed jersey raffle happening at the end of the month go to 420crew.org support the community that gets you entries as well by signing up i'll see you guys next week for the idp waivers and don't forget Come into the Q&As. We have them all damn near every single day. Almost every show is a little bit of a version of a Q&A. And I'm always down to answer IDP questions. But it is super tough to do IDP start and sits. I mean, there's just so many fucking people. Like, how can I even go down the list of like, oh, you should start these 80 people like for this week. Like, doesn't work like that. Come in for the Q&As. I appreciate you guys. Peace out, IDP peeps. All right, and there we go. IDP video done. Gonna have to do a little bit of chopping, but uh, we got it. And let's see if Bogey gets back on here. And uh, yeah, waiver wire Tuesday, wake and bake. You know how we do. <coughs> Always keeping it lit on a Tuesday. And Antonio said Fred Warner in a 2023 second for CMC. And who's Tavaya? Who is Tavaya? Oh, Tagovailoa? Kua? Ooh. Hmm. Like you would be receiving the CMC side? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of down for that. I mean... We don't know what's going to happen with Tua, but I should be playing uh, this week. And uh, Jake said, bro, YouTube is lame. I got your notification for week five defenses uh, to stream last night at 9 p.m. What the hell? (laughs) What the hell? That was from last Tuesday. (laughs) Man, I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, it could be because of the, you know, the 420 content, but everything is on a schedule. And how about I'll, I'll throw, and I I know I don't have on on Twitch. I kind of have uh I kind of have a little bit of the schedule up. But here goes the schedule for the week. Let's just start it with Monday. We got FNT where we're doing our you know Monday overreactions and all that. We're always streaming for Monday Night Football, keeping it extra lit. Tuesday Tuesday morning wake and bake waiver wire. Then we got FNT at uh, at one o'clock. Then Wednesday FNT again playmakers trade advice uh show in the in the evening thursday fnt again thursday night football friday we got fnt um i haven't really been doing i haven't done the league recaps the last two weeks and uh might be kind of tough with noble we might have to switch that up because friday night me and him got to do something for grinding all week and then saturday we usually have two Q and A's one in the morning for the playmakers or early ish, early afternoon ish. And then a late night one on Saturday and then Sunday. I mean, shit, we're just here like hours and hours before the game start. Hell yeah. I got to exercise before we get out of here. Let's do it. Okay. So just want to give little people insight on how the gears be working in, in, in Bogard's mind when I'm locked in the matrix. When you're getting through when you're going through these players you got and you and you were now we're in week five. 
Man, you got to take a look at those those like if you got a receiver, look at the secondaries he's finna play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Look at look look at what they've been getting. You know what I'm saying? They'll help you with your decision making. Same thing with the running backs. You know what I mean? If look at their run schedules. You know what I mean? Because this could help you target some trade targets. You know what I mean? Like so, so let's do the exercise. So like how how bad should we trade for Ken Walker right now? If say say somebody or how badly should they swoop him, right? He has like I think the next three weeks are super soft, right? And I'll even tell you, we'll even go strength the schedule for the entire there you go for the entire season. Because these are these, these are key to like guys you're gonna target to trade for or guys that you already have that might not be doing so hot for you. And then you got other people sending you offers for them. You might need to look ahead and be like, oh, I got to hold this guy. You know what I mean? Pause. Okay. So Seahawks, they, uh, as far as like schedule goes, it's not good for them. Like on paper, we're talking about maybe two or three teams have a worse schedule than they do. But at least one thing that they have going for them is the they play the Rams in week 18. So at least they don't have one of their worst get, you know, doesn't count mm-hmm. for fantasy. But in their immediate future, I'm Arizona, so Arizona, yeah, who haven't been giving up that many points to the running backs. The Chargers, I mean, that's the you know, as of mm-hmm. right now, they're that's like the, the best to stream against. But then the Giants, like as far as like streaming against, they're not the yeah, best. They're on the better half. Then they play the Cardinals again, so same thing. And then Tampa Bay, which is you know second worst next to the Rams. So, so if I happen, if I happen to have a Ken Walker, and I have some areas I need to fix, like a receiver, uh, I need a, I need better receiver. Some I'm gonna go target people that that have what I need, and or might need running back. Maybe I'll go to the Penny guy, the the, the Brashad Penny owner, the sad Penny owner. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it, because I I might not be liking this schedule too much, the way we the way you look at that schedule right now for Ken Walker, you're probably banking on him getting a lot of volume, and that's the only way yeah. we feel comfortable with him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it is he is the hot shiny new toy. You know he I mean? only has if we look at his entire schedule for the rest of the season, he's got the Chargers, the Panthers, and the Chiefs. Those are really the only ones who've been giving up like booty to the running back. So it's literally like three good games out of the rest of his season where you like the matchup. Yeah, and um, I think he went to Forest Wake before Michigan. Okay, uh, Ken Walker, and that's where if you look back to his time at Forest Wake, he did catch the ball. So. Hey, you never know. You know what I mean? Maybe we get some we get some some greasy receptions out of him too, and he's actually a a workhorse. You know, a guy who's getting twenty plus touches. It's possible. It's, it's crazy old Pete, and everybody yeah. else around him sucks. And Tony Jones off off the Saints practice squad don't scare me, and DJ Dallas don't scare me. So there is that. But I'm de- now that we see how we did that exercise. I'm definitely not trading for Ken Walker paying up a guap. You know what I mean? No, no. I'm still I mean, going to treat if I'm trading for him. He's a throw in. You know what I mean? But if I'm selling him, I'm finding the vulnerable person that will pay up for him like he's like he's that new shiny thing. You know what I mean? Right. And if yeah. you and if you somehow get him off of waivers, that the way we that win. you get the best bang for your buck is getting him off of waivers and trading him away because you're probably gonna get more value from the trade than you are from him just as a waiver wire, you know, RB2 or whatever. Yep. And uh, Hollywood said uh, Ken Walker or Travis Etienne. Uh, well, 
I mean, the Jaguars, I, I guess, on paper have a better schedule, but still kind of the same thing where there's only three, like, really juicy matchups, like, on their schedule. And one of those juicy matchups that he didn't even do good in because it's Houston in week yeah. 17. I, I think I'd, I I think the only the only way I would say ETN is that if I was to get him next week, I have him the rest of the way theoretically. Otherwise, I'd rather have Ken Walker, who has a higher probability of touching all the backfield snaps. You feel me? Right. Or getting all the backfield snaps, touching. What is this? And Mike said, I normally target the players that have the higher increasing snap percentage. Yeah, more target, uh, more opportunity equals more targets, more upside. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that could go for IDP for running backs, literally like any of these, any of these uh, positions, because the more you're on the field, more opportunity you have to get. We love zeroing in on linebackers, star linebackers on shitty defenses. They're always on the field. The opposing offense is usually winning. So they're running the ball. A lot more opportunities. I mean, look at someone like uh, what's Buddy uh, Harris from the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, if they're feeling it right now. Yeah, and see, that's a different case, right? Like, this is not a star linebacker, and he's not on a bad defense. But that, he, but his offense has Patrick Mahomes, so everyone wants to run the ball as much as possible to keep him off the field. You know what I mean? So yeah. you get guys like that. You know what I mean? But otherwise, I'm always like, shit, man, Brandon Brooks. The whole Seahawks guys, all the Detroit guys, um, the the, the, the Jets guys, you know, even ball, even Baltimore's guys have been eating, bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah, it's been awesome. It has been awesome. Yeah. All right, let's see. And uh, dang it, probably needed to take that call. I just realized who it was that I hung up on. (laughs) Let's get up out of here. <laughs> no, there's no point now. I can't call that number back. It was, uh, man, it's some bullshit, man. I got a rental car and oh. uh, I brought that shit back. It was a 24 hour like rental, pretty much. One of the times I, I went down and came back. And uh, man, it's some bullshit. I left it in the place where you're supposed to leave the fucking cars. They had no attendant there and there was no fucking, uh, no one at the counter like when I went back. So I oh. just assumed you leave it there. You know, and uh, then I, I get a, I, I see the pending charge is like a fucking fifteen hundred dollars. Luckily, it's on a credit card, so uh, it's not like it came out of my checking. Yeah. And then I call fucking the stupid car service, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it shows that we just got the car yesterday." Like, what the fuck? I was like, "The car was there." There's, There's cameras. Fucking- <laughs> There's cameras. There's GPS on the car. You know, I mean, they they're just trying to get you. It's just going to be a hassle to get your bread uh, reimbursed. I mean, and luckily, oh, it's a pending charge anyway. So, yeah, and uh, luckily it was on an American Express card, and that's who the fuck was calling me right now. And uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But the dope thing about American Express is I know they always side with their customers, and this was just some straight bullshit. Like, man, I was already getting taxed because I fucked up. And uh, I, I, I didn't realize what uh, what card I placed my original order with for the rental car. So that fucked everything up. And then they had to give me one on the spot and totally different car and not the deal that I signed up for. So it's supposed to be even more, you know, like 200, you know, and something or whatever. So I was already pissed about that. But like, yeah, then these motherfuckers trying to charge yeah, me. Yeah, they try to hit you for hella days. Yeah, they said I had it for a fucking week instead of 24 hours. 
Is it? I, I know what I've dropped off cars at, at, at Vegas before. Like, either you go up there, they got the little gas station pump little thing. You kind of drive up the little ramp and it has its own little area, right? Yeah. 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 And like, you just leave the car there. Yeah. And there's like a booth. There's like a booth thing. And there and was no going, attendant because there was no one there. It was yeah. 10 at night. 10 at night. Right. Some bullshit. But luckily, I did take the picture. Um, it has the timestamp and it has the mileage and everything of when I dropped it off. And yeah, that's what I don't get. Like there's not fucking cameras in the airport fucking parking garage. And that uh, stale pork chops said car rentals are such a hassle to get the pending charges back. Yeah. They want, they staying in your pockets and luckily it's a credit card, you know? So, I mean, but that's why like, Oh fuck. I'm should never put a fucking car rental on a fucking debit card because they will fucking jack your ass. And they already do like for the 200 or $400 security deposit. Like, yeah, yeah they jack that right out of your account. So gotta have it on a credit card. I remember fucking motherfuckers thought we were so grown being 25 and it was like, Oh my God, we could rent a car blood. Yeah. yeah we were 25 in this thing. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. That shit is crazy. Chase yeah. uh, White Moon said, is Chase Edmonds worthy of a drop? Goddamn right. Yeah, I mean, because it's going to be ugly. Like, it's going to be mean, like this where most are getting You see how ugly it was? It was so that bitch Carol Gaskin was even getting in there. No way. Yeah. Let's see. It wasn't doing, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing effective, but it wasn't, but it wasn't Chase Edmonds, Edmonds is all I'm saying. It was all Radio Raheem and motherfucking little sprinkles of Gaskin. Damn, how did Gaskin get four carries and Chase only got one? That's bad. I mean, you know me, I I, I don't leave any stone unturned. Damn, Chase didn't get one reception. The bitch Carol Gaskin. I'm not biting. I'm not biting. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not biting. You know, you know, it's funny. I when I noticed that earlier when I was just, you know, like or Monday, I always look at all the snap counts and different different shit, like, especially for running backs. And it was funny when I saw Gaskin getting in there. I was like, oh shit, I was gonna love this one. No, I don't. I hate it. <laughs> but uh, hey, but that, man, that, doesn't, that does intrigue me. And uh, hey, man, Gaskin yeah, might be like a mid-season. Yeah, guy. Gaskin got more snaps. I told you. I, was, I, I, I we were just on the care the the on the field time. I mean, it's morally about the field time, not about um, the amount of touches he got. You know, I mean, just and then Edmonds just take a guess. Take a guess. How many? What uh, snap percentage did Raheem Mostert play? Give me sixty-nine for the win. Sixty-nine. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was yeah. close to seventy. He's been averaging seventy percent of that of that backfield, and like it's really not been, really. It's been the last. It finally week. equated. Did it finally equate to some production this week? Some actual production for Mostert. Yeah. Yeah, you're goddamn right. He got the two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Because oh, they, yeah. there's no Edmonds in there, so. He's actually 18. someone we forgot to mention earlier. Like, if Raheem Mo- Mostert is out there, it's time to turn that radio on, bro. I think he's already. Uh, I think he's, he's over the threshold, though. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. I mean, it it has been like a you know four weeks straight, basically. Yeah, he's ro- yeah he's he's rostered in seventy percent. Yeah, so he's uh yeah. he's well over the threshold of guys that we talk about, but. He was someone yeah. who, even in the preseason, you know, as ugly as that backfield was, we said that Raheem Mostert going over with the familiar coach, he's a system guy, and he's he's clearly better for that system than Chase Edmonds is 
as of right now, last two games, he's been the one getting fed. And on the receptions, too. Three targets a game, you know, which, I mean, if they're spreading it around like that, he's and still – And they're screens, close. too, usually. They're screens, so it's like – Easy money. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's design shit for him, you know what I mean? 18 carries for 113 yards, and uh, I, I guess it was only one touchdown. Now that I think about it, one of those touchdowns got called back. Okay. Um, but – on the red zone, I saw him score twice. It was not the Chase Bank. Yeah, and uh, we've already been saying that uh, that he's a Fugazi anyways. And uh, here's another thing I want to be specific with Chase Edmonds is like, drop him for one of those guys that you're targeting. Don't just drop him for the sake of it because, right. I mean, it's a running back in a high-powered offense, quote-unquote. So if anything happens to those other running backs – just by default, you know what I mean? Right. He can become a thing. So don't just blindly just drop Chase Edmonds, like you know, right. angry drop him. Drop, you know, you, right. use him as one of your guys that you put as the drop when you're claiming these other fuckers. Okay, you ready for this? Austin said, can we trust Raheem the Dream Moster? Mr. Radio Raheem. Now, I mean, it's not about well, trust. It's well, about, hold on, like, hold on. Let me, why let me we get let me get Let me get into all, the, my thought here. Because trust, I think a lot of it comes down to – how we think he's going to get used percentage wise of the snaps and all that. But it's also more about the schedule. Can we trust the schedule for the dolphins and the running backs? You know, what's crazy is on paper through week five, they have the easiest schedule for a running back going forward. Does kind of suck when you get to the playoffs, but Minnesota giving up booty to the running backs, Pittsburgh kind of middle of the road, um, Detroit booty, Chicago, Booty, Cleveland, booty. They have their buy. Houston, booty. San Francisco, shitty. Chargers in week 14, fucking right before your playoffs, booty. I think you could trust Raheem Moster. I think that I think you should try to acquire him, not by buying high in our eyes, but maybe buying high in the person who has him right now. DJ Moore or. <coughs> Raheem Mostert, this is how ugly it gets. Yeah. See, how about if you have that? DJ Moore? I got to be needy. Him for Raheem, I, I would definitely. I, I got to be needy because you know what I could do is just, you know, hold on to, you know, Chase Edmonds if I have him, maybe not necessarily restart him. And matter of fact, if, if and when Tua comes back, then it becomes way more interesting because. That's what they've been leaning. I think they've been leaning on the run this last two weeks because they've been without to it. Yeah, because here's what I mean, because, you know, it's all about these patterns and what happened. Right. Mm -hmm. So you look until week four, Radio Raheem. I mean, he was right around the 55 (laughs) percent mark. And it was damn near like it it was as close to a 50 50 split as it's really been since because. Chase Edmonds in week four, only 28%. Raheem, 72. And then in week five, Raheem got the 69. 69, And Edmonds only got 15%. uh, So things things may change with Tua, but as long as Tua's not there, it's going to be Raheem. So maybe, you know, now after after saying all that, I I probably don't. I I still treat Raheem as a throw-in. If I'm if I'm trying to get some from somebody and they got happen to have Raheem too, I might be yeah throw him in there. You know what I mean? Like otherwise, you because think, just like what Raheem you said about also, being needy. Here, here's another thing too. Raheem is also 
a motherfucker who gets hurt. So like, I'm, this is the most work he's ever got in his career. He the most you know how much the most touches he ever got with with the Niners. 19 carries in the game back in 2019 in a loss against Baltimore, right? And it was a rainy game, and Jeff Wilson got hurt. He ain't never had outside of that. He ain't had a game. Uh, that's the the only game more than 15 touches that he's ever had on the ground. So like this is kind of amazing what they're doing with him. I just don't you know what I mean I'm just kind of white weighing around see how long it'll last. That schedule is nasty though. I I, I kind of want pieces of them to start dying one by one. So say like we have whoever's remaining. Thing. We get to really utilize that soft schedule. Yeah. As far as the running backs go, I mean, like I said, what is this? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, say, seven, say Edmonds. Six Edmund. out of his next eight fucking games for the running That's back are, just, are, are greasy. Like, get some of those greasy points on these easy ass run defenses. Yeah. The one, the one thing is, too, is like some of those secondaries are really asses also, too. So, Right. But then that could also mean like, hey, they pile up points, then they chew clock with running the ball and whatnot. So, well, I mean, yeah. that's what I mean. Is that not Miami's mo? You know, yeah, to, to grind. Is. Well, I mean, they run, 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 then play action. Like they're they're really like on some Niner shit. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, and it works. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The iconic thug, good looking on the super chat, homie. He says, is "This a good trade, Cortland Sutton for Kenneth Walker." Well, give me a little bit more context to that. Like, where's Cortland uh, Sutton amongst the pecking order of your? Of your wide receivers, if I'm bringing back, I mean, and also what I is want Ken. I, I want to bring back Ken, if or else I'm not doing the trade. If it's Kenneth, yeah, if you're bringing back Sutton, I don't like it. I'd rather bring back Kenneth Walker. I like bringing back Sutton. I'm on the other side of that. Sutton's okay. been getting targets. Things may like change with uh, things may change with Russ right now. He ain't riding, and if he's hurt, misses time. I don't know. Seeing that sucks because we won't be able to have an opinion really until Thursday on them because they played a Monday game, so that's their yeah. first mandated uh, injury report. Um, I mean, he he went and got a PRP, so I hope. I mean, shit, because sometimes that could take like a week, bro. You know what I mean? And then what the reason why I like Sutton is like, where's their run game? It's non-existent. You know what I mean? I, they're gonna, and I think they're still gonna be playing from behind a lot. You know what I mean? I just Sutton's just been he been the volume works for him. Ugly volume yeah. at that. Yeah, and iconic thug says wide receiver two need um wide receiver two need a running back two. I mean, hey, it's hey, kind of, if, kind if, if you need him, if you need him, it's it's a real gamble though. We don't. I mean, it's a See, real gamble. Uh, well, even with the context, it makes me not want to do that more because you're trading your wide receiver two for an RB two. I mean, it's so so even. I mean, I'd figure yeah. out a way to like try to get someone less than Sutton over there because that's an overpay. Um, yeah, because there's, there's too much risk. We don't know what Ken Walker is going to be at all yet. We just, we're, we're, but we, you know, if, if you rewind back, we kind of broke down the, the pluses and minuses of, of Ken Walker. You know what I mean? He, he, we, we assume he's going to get all the volume. He, uh, he schedule might have nights except for week seven. Yeah, right schedule's right. not too great. So, like, having him as your RB2, like, really, I, I, I love that I have Kenneth Walker everywhere because he's my he's my my fourth running back everywhere. You know what I mean? So I don't right. I don't I'm not necessarily inclined to and play whoever him, but, and whoever has him, I bet that he's not the top two, you know, running back on yeah. that person's team. Yeah, so I I'm gonna see if I can move off if I can acquire Ken Walker with something lesser than than Sutton. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And let's see here. Steven Tyler said, are we playing Jeff Wilson and Singletary 
over Najee. Who do the Steelers play this week? I mean, shit, they played Tampa Bay. That's the toughest, uh, you know, them and the Rams. I mean, those are the toughest uh, teams to to play your running backs against. Yeah. Um, and then Singletary, he's going to be in a high-scoring affair. So I might just attach myself to that. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but Jeff Wilson is playing against um, who, my Niners, who my Niners going up against. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. So yeah. I, I, I like that matchup a lot. Falcons I, 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 I probably lean Jeff Wilson here. Falcons and the Chiefs are way better matchups than the Bucks. So, yeah, I would yeah. lean Jeff Wilson and Singletary over Najee. Got to play the matchups. And, uh... yeah, the Singletary thing was weird about that. From from last week and pri- versus two weeks prior, it was two weeks ago. He got nine targets or whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was in a back of, and back and forth affair. Last week they played the Steelers, so it was like two plays and we score. Then right. defense get me ball back. One two plays again, I score again. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't need Singletary, man. His his snap count even shows it. And Nick said, what up, fellas? How you guys feel about the Higgins injury? I mean, at least he played all the way through and stuff. I mean. He didn't play all the way through. He oh, played 10 snaps. So he fucked us. Like, you know, he was, he was ready it, it to was, go. Uh, 10 it snaps. It's dumb that they let him go out there and play because they said he had the sprained ankle and he tried to play through yeah. it. And that, that was really the worst thing. And that's what I meant, that he tried to even play through it's it. It's kind of cool, though, if you were able to survive it. Cause it's as good as a bye week for him right there. So hopefully he got some rest. I mean, I hope and I hope it's more of a case that he went out there and it was like, he had the same feeling, right? I hope it wasn't the case. Like he went out there and re aggravated something. And now it's worse. Cause that shit don't ever be like, Oh, I only re aggravated a little bit. Like any re aggravation means it's worse than before. So all, all bad. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, let me see. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a fairly big, it's a fairly big game against the saints. You know what I mean? Uh, Andy Dalton revenge game. What? <laughs> what? Let's go. I'm just saying, like, you know, and I think the worst thing we should expect for Higgins is that he's he gets he gets in some limited, then he goes and he's just a decoy because they know it's hard. All you have to do is zone up chase by himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't play them, man. Unless there's Higgins out there. Otherwise, they just play zone and just always just swarm to, to chase no matter what. So, I mean, I'm, hopefully they, they get him out there before our sake because we I would be inclined to start him if I knew he was. You know what I mean? Yep, for sure. Yeah. And Austin said, cool, I grabbed Raheem off waivers two weeks ago. There you go. It feels go, like it's about to be ETN season two. We'll see. I, I hope so. It's funny because I brought up Raheem on the on the waiver the other week because I have this this disdain for Chase Edmonds and just that yeah. 70% snap snap share wasn't no, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Oh yeah. It was just funny because it was like I wouldn't do it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, yeah. I should have grabbed Mostert two weeks ago. It's good, it's good to talk about it, but it's not as you never know. You it's all, act it's on all it. team dependent. It's all I mean, team it's dependent for waivers. Dozens of leagues. It's kind of hard. And Derek said, just got a message saying Russell's expected to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You got a PRP. Yeah. PRP is like, you know, I mean, that's like, it's like, you know, some speedy treatment type shit. It would have been dope if he did like stem cells because I hear that's just way better than PRPs. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's that's not uh, legal everywhere, though. What's that shit called? The lat? The whatever the muscle right here, you know what I'm saying, or in this uh-huh. case right here on his right, 
because that's his his throwing shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, what's funny about that is like he at least actually went to get treatment. It wasn't like something like, oh well. By the way, y'all have been dealing with this. Like, you know, a lot of people they they use they find an injury to use as an excuse for why they've been playing shitty. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. But uh, this might be part of it. You know what I mean? So, and uh, I, I mean, this is the defense. This is a get right defense for fantasy purposes. Like they should eat. Like their secondary isn't the greatest, but maybe they go funnel on them because they don't have a threat for a run game. Who knows? It's I'm I'm just hoping. Why is the half of that division? Why is only the Chiefs getting that division? Yeah, this is one of that divisions. We were like, now after five weeks, that division's not the greatest. Nope. The, are you ready for this? This is how we reverse jinx them into greatness. The NFC least is better than the AFC West, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally is. Let's reverse jinx them into greatness now. And Steven Tyler said Boyd is a must pick up if Higgins is out. Yeah, we'll see if Higgins is out. But I mean, if Boyd I is mean, even we'll see if Boyd's available is the yeah. real question. Like, yeah, he's fifty six percent rostered. So yeah, I mean, if he's so available, might be a coin flip like, in your league. Sure. Maybe ten team league. He out there, you know what I mean? And still, Boyd and really, it's a. Uh, I don't know about must play for Tyler Boyd. Uh, maybe because uh, PJ Walker, PJ uh, Williams sucks. That's the guy who plays opposite Lattimore. Lattimore could be banged up for this game also. And then another thing is uh, it's really Hayden Hurst who been the one stepping in. But New Orleans is great against the tight end. So there's that. You know what I mean? So maybe his Tyler Boyd is going to be a, a nice standout play here this week. And Stale Porkchop said, what's the call on the too early, er, too early to tell start sitting here between J-Rob and Elijah Moore? J Rob. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with J Rob going up against Colts. It's a bad yeah. matchup, lightweight, especially with Buckner finally starting to g- come back to life. But um Elijah Moore just haven't seen it. And like the slot snaps that we that we need him to have, you know what I'm saying? Uh Garrett Wilson, his new uh, you know, Zach Wilson's estranged brother. They got the same dad, you know what I mean? And going up against the Packers in Lambo, like Justice might not do a lot this week at all. And Mark Note said, pick up Mo Ali Cox, Fant, Otten, or Bellinger. It's crazy because for this week, I'll, I'll say Bellinger. Yeah, I mean, the, they're going up against the Ravens, who've been giving up a bunch of points to the tight end. How to be a player, Bill Bellamy, Bill Bellinger. John, hell no. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> hell no. How to be a player, Bill Bellinger. Let's no. go. No fucking way am I am I letting that happen. <laughs> I will not you allow cool it. You a nickname for him? Way too cool of a nickname for him. No. <laughs> Shout out to Bill Bellamy. I don't mean to disrespect you. Your yeah, son Aust- out there. Austin said, Pittman. <laughs> Austin said Pittman or Sutton rest of season. Tough call. I mean, I Pittman. get Yeah. It's got to Actually, no, nah, I'm going Sutton. Pittman is like, he's the only guy that basically is this. So they just like, just take him out of the game. And Matt Ryan is like, Heavyweight sucks. Not even low key sucks. Like it just you see it. It doesn't look any. He doesn't look any good. And like two weeks ago, when when we saw, I was like, okay, seven targets to Pittman in the first half. Then the second half, he disappears. They don't even target him one time. Like, what the fuck happened there? Yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking Sutton. If I even if we just if I just use like strength of schedule as something that I could fall back on. Um, Broncos have. A lot of easy games versus like wide receivers. So, 
Yeah, man. If Russ wasn't so beat up, he has one of the softest schedules for for quarterbacks, man. It's, uh, for fantasy purposes, that sucks. Like, yeah, fuck. he's got like four weeks that he can get right, and then like the easy schedule like kicks in for like um through the I'm telling you, bro. Seventeen. I think this is a real issue here. Sierra's pussy's probably whack as fuck, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you, bro. Can't can uh, can't hold Russ down. He's just out there frustrated. Nick said, do we pick up Taysom off waivers? Um, no. no, I mean, he's not in the vacuum. It's just, do we pick him up? Yeah. Who do we drop him for, though? Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, who are we dropping for him, I should say? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to play him. Like, not this week. I mean, that that's what sucks. Like, he had uh, you had to pick him up to play him against the Seahawks. Like, that was the time to pick him up, not now. Here, here's how I would make a case for him just to have him. Is that, like... If you're look, if you have a tight end, it's probably touchdown or bust, right? If they're gonna continue to give him those red zone looks, not looks, I mean like he gets the, you know, he's in the backfield with with Dalton and or J- Jameis, right? Or he's in the Wildcat, like you know what I'm saying? Like they're that that that's the only time they bust him out is in in the red zone. Otherwise, it's like short yardage or like going forward on fourth. You know what I mean? They'll have him, you know. You know, a power run. You know, what I mean, that I'll take that for the chance of a touchdown because I'm not banking on no rushing yards, like being all crazy and like that. I'm just looking for a touchdown if I was to have Taysom. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. Last question before we get out of here: uh, Sills, Slayton, Hamlet, or Scrowing Neck half PPR. So I'm assuming this is a start sit Scrowing Neck. At least he's getting some uh, some low key volume out there. And Hamler, yeah. not Hamlet. Uh probably damn. You know what sucks is that like Slayton's uh, you know what I'm with you. I'll go for it since it's half point. You know, what I mean, at least because you know, at least he's gonna get like his five targets. Slayton might get those same five targets, six targets, maybe, but it's it's the big ones too. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. I you know what I'm gonna lean Slayton for this yeah. week. Uh you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's it wasn't McCall. They give up splash plays down the field. Uh, the Ravens do. Yeah, fuck the Giants. All right. Let's, and <laughs> yeah. with ba- and with Bellinger out there getting all the points. Oh, you're right. Give me the scrotum. Give me Ben scrotum. <laughs> I forgot about I forgot about how to be a player. <laughs> Bill Bellinger. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> fuck no, he is not that tight. All right, Bill, we're motherfucking Bellinger, bro. Let's go. We're getting up out of here. Thanks for everyone who rocked with us throughout this three-hour Wake and Bake waiver wire mission. We'll be back with FNT in about two hours from now. We'll see you guys there. Peace out. Peace. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 